0: We, 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 we uh, 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 good, good, good,
1: good, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, you're good timing with a good timing buds. I'm Austin, and I'm Kevin. Welcome to the show,
2: and we are back from an eventful berry season.
1: Yeah, how the fuck was that, huh? Oh man, <laughs> it was it was a wild time. Uh, we so every year we always have five people on the back and then a driver, so six so people, six people, people yeah. total for the first three pickings. This year, we had three people on the back and one driver the entire season.
2: So, was that because it was super clean, or? Yes. Really?
1: Yeah. Hmm. And I'd like to say that's because I've learned how to set the machines perfectly. Obviously. Obviously. But there also just wasn't shit falling off. Of, um, I don't know why. My dad doesn't know why Were he you was. guys picking
2: the Thornless also, or, or still? Thornless also. Were they any different? No. Really?
1: No. They're about hmm. the same. The berries themselves were bigger, at least down at Green Acres. But, uh,. Yeah no, hmm. so but did they, did they taste? The Actually, I work? thought they tasted fine. Like if we did a blind taste test again, the organ or no, that was for organic. Never yeah. mind. But I think they taste pretty good. Pretty good. Especially if you fucking put them in a jam, it would be the exact. Yeah, same. well, yeah. You put so, them in a jam with carrots. Toss a little sugar on top yeah. of that. But uh, you know, it was shitty for in a couple ways because it was just me. Yeah, uh, and a bunch
2: uh, of high school.
1: Teenagers. A bunch of high school teenagers, <laughs> fifteen to sixteen. Um, and then, a, a, there was Jose, who speaks decent English, but then it was Angel. No English. No English. Although, weirdly improving, although I can't tell how much he actually understands. And just so nods. He
2: is nods. Yeah. yeah alright.
1: But sometimes he'll go, I'll say tres, and he'll go, three? And I'll go, yeah? <laughs> and then I get really confused. <laughs> yeah. And then who is the other driver? And it doesn't matter, but the point is, so it was just me out there, our uh, we didn't have any of our old drivers so like Silvestre wasn't out there who would have oh, an idea yeah. um, and so it was pretty much just me and the kids no matter how many times I fucking taught them to tie a knot they couldn't tie a knot uh, correctly around the that pallets really we lost two some... pallets this oh, year oh fuck I've lost three ever and I lost two in like three days and I was insanely low on sleep and I nearly killed everybody there <laughs> like I was just yelling out god damn it and like I fucking pulled the kids over here, I started smacking the thing like, this is why we gotta get it past that triangular piece, otherwise it will tip over when I push it. Yeah. I was just getting on these kids' case, and uh, part of that was their fault, part of it was my fault, part of it was Jose's fault for sure, and oh, and for the first week and a half, week, let's say, yeah, week and a half, I was pretty sick.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went you to the, I went to my sister's bachelor
1: fiance's bachelor party, the weekend of Barry started. We partied <laughs> balls constantly. Yeah. Just smoking I've cigs and drinking beers and blah blah blah. And uh, bachelor party things. Bachelor party things.
2: On and, a boat, uh, on a boat house. On a boat at, in Shasta yeah. Lake. Though. That's pretty cool. Also That's true. That's pretty yeah. cool. It's pretty badass.
1: Yeah, and it was hot, and so we're dehydrated, and so I get back, I get zero sleep, and then I just get some of the sickest I've ever been and the next day of course was my birthday Naturally. so I'm at my birthday dying just this sort of day quill haze nose is running I'm coughing but I can't breathe
2: and you had to pick that night
1: and we had to pick that night <laughs> uh, obviously and I'm sitting there and they like threw a little party at my grandpa's house for my sister and I and my dad technically and uh Tom always joining in on the phone and I'm just sitting there not able to eat my ice cream because I can't really taste it. It's just not enjoyable. Wasn't ready for dinner even though I should have been because it was. I think it was pizza, which you know, obviously my favorite, and just everything about it went wrong. Nice. I barely remember getting my present. <laughs> like, I didn't know that I got a cot. I didn't know that I got a cot until I went. Hey, I'm going camping. Do we have a cot? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah remember you-, you got a cot for your birthday. Oh, sick. Yeah, so, that was pretty clutch, though. That was pretty clutch. And we will get to that. Oh, yeah. Uh, we are talking camping. We're talking camping. Camp, we're talking to, camping. To, to put a bow on that, Berry season was interesting I'm glad, and different as every other year. I'm
2: glad I got out of it. Yeah. And even if we both eventually get out of it, like you do music or whatever, like you just quit, like fuck the form. hmm Every July, we're going to think back, and like, fuck, it's berry season.
1: dude. Like, I, my mom was asking me about that because we may not like the berries yeah oh yeah the ba- yeah for us. Like, yeah that's true the, it's just not paying worth shit yeah. so um there is something romantic about berries that like once it's gone I will miss it even <laughs> yeah. though it's ruined every July of mine since I don't know ever it's not I've never enjoyed it, July like I mean, beets you know, beets
2: was sad to go because we loved beets yeah but berries would be bittersweet because you hate berries but at the same time, you don't—you know what you're doing every night. You yeah. Get stuck weeding ditches.
1: Well, yeah, beach was obviously more painful in a lot of ways, but there's something weird about berries.
2: Oh, it's that just,
1: it's you just there's no other way to have. Like, you get to, to watch
2: the sun set and rise every day. Yeah. For a
1: month, it's being in touch with nature in a whole different way. Oh, dude, I can't that, like I actually truly cherish. There
2: are so many mornings where you get like deer in the rows, like yeah. right at sunbreak, and it's like,
1: oh. Fuck. I saw so many raccoons.
2: Yeah, dude, it's pretty like. And you and the stars, like when you're out at Dundas Place that yeah. you can't beat the stars, and then the hot air balloon rides in the morning. Fuck yeah. around,
1: dude. That's like some a of the lot of hot air balloons that's some this of the year. best shit is Well and that's the thing is like and that's what's weird is like that all that fucking hard shit makes that sort of uh, once you finally emerge into the daylight, it really makes it some like a profound moment every morning.
2: And it makes you a like like the night is really pretty short. If you yeah. like, once you once you put in your mind that like it's really only dark from, let's say eleven.
1: Oh, dude! Once until it hits four thirty. Yeah,
2: once it gets to four, you can see daylight, and you're like that gives you. Your see it on the horizon. horizon a little bit. So if you can just get through the two o'clock and three o'clock dog hours, mm-hmm. holy fuck, are those some hard hours? Especially when you're driving that point four miles an hour no all shit. night, dude. It's like you're just dozing off.
1: The driver but, needs that more than anybody. But
2: once you get past that, dude. Once, like, once the daylight comes, you can work as long as you want because you don't get tired. It's hard to go to sleep sometimes when you get home. Yeah. Because, like, the sun's up and you have energy again. Yeah. But, fuck, dude. The, right, before, right before dawn, it fucking sucks.
1: 2.30 to 3 is a really rough hour. Yeah. What I noticed this year more than any other year was I really had trouble staying at the wheel. Or staying awake at the wheel when I was trying to go from field to field because I always have to run around and, like... Click crates and yeah. check guns and shit like while they're out there, and uh, yeah, dude, I don't know what happened, but I like was really struggling. Just like I was constantly smacking myself and shaking my head awake and like ah, just yelling yeah. like to crank their
2: fucking radio to full volume, yeah. something, dude.
1: Yeah, put on some fucking some up tempo little pop punk or something, just something to jolt yeah. me up.
2: Dude, there was although some- there
1: was one night where I was in dire dire straits. It might have been right after we went to the rodeo and obviously got drunk and then went out to the field. Naturally. Uh, And I bought a five-hour energy. I was dying on my way to center market. Took the five-hour energy. Almost immediately did the rest of my night go smoothly. Like, Mm. I perked up. I was good to go for the rest of the night without issue. It was crazy.
2: Mm. We never had that much luck with five-hour energy. Me neither.
1: That's what was so shocking. Sorry, you were going to say something?
2: Yeah, but I don't think it was that... uh... Oh, I was just going to say that it, literally when I did berries every night, one one year every night, I would listen to, like, a weird... I was just going on a weird Al kick. Oh, hell yeah, and, like, dude. dude,
1: that shit will keep you up. You... Albuquerque has kept me awake on the road hauling corn a lot. Yeah. That okay. shit
2: will keep you up. It's so fun and upbeat and just, like, weird. Like, and you want to listen to what he's saying. Uh-huh. Because you always... It's actually kind of Yeah. It's
1: like, f- goddamn, dude. He, yeah.
2: He's a good one to just put on every once in Cause a while. Because there's
1: just so many... And he's got so many fucking so cuts, many, yeah. man. He's got deep cuts. <laughs> he's got, cuts. Cuts, got eight-minute Frank Zappa songs that are fucking crazy. He's Genius got, in France. He's dude. fucking
2: trapped in the drive-through, which is like a twelve-minute yeah, just a saga based on the R. Kelly song. Like it's
1: all really enjoyable to listen to. <laughs>
2: yeah, I really like Weird Al. Yeah, I haven't listened
1: to it. I didn't listen to him this year. I can't believe it. No, I listened to a lot of podcasts. Well,
2: once I and discovered a lot of music, once I discovered podcasts, I would listen to that most of the time. But. There's always Because well,
1: podcasts, it's always new.
2: Yeah, there's always at least an hour or two though where I had to switch to some music because people talking just wouldn't...
1: Doesn't keep you up always. No. Well, um, the two albums that I listen to... <coughs> so every year I always buy a couple albums for the year. So every year has sort of a musical stamp on it. Like last year it was Paramore, their new album, uh, fucking Alabama Shakes, and... Hame. I bought those three albums. Surprisingly, all chick singers on those albums, just no particular reason, but that's what the songs were that year. This year, The Revivalists, nice. which I cannot recommend to everybody <laughs> enough. Every song on, their song on their album, Men Against Mountains, is fucking incredible.
2: Is that the only album?
1: No, 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 I've got a few and I need to buy a few more. And then the other one was uh, Florence and the Machine's new album, which had a couple good songs, but honestly, I was kind of disappointed. She had uh, her first three albums. Her second album, Ceremonials, is one of the greatest albums ever created, and then the other two are close behind. But then this one was just, I don't know, kind of weak. That was the fourth? Fourth. A couple good songs.
2: Sometimes the the fourth one for Eric Church. well, it might have been his fifth. Yeah, it was Uh, his fifth, but still. The
1: Outsiders? No,
2: the Mr. Misunderstood. Yeah, okay,
1: I was going to say Outsiders was good. Yeah. Yeah, no, Mr. Misunderstood. Although, again, a lot of critics liked it. Yeah. I don't, you can't always listen to the critics.
2: Yeah, it had a, it had critics a few Critics are hipsters, songs. you know? Yeah. And, yeah. They're... And, like...
1: Especially critics re- reviewing country albums these days. Well,
2: and who's to say that that guy knows more about music than I, like...
1: Yeah, they have no reason they, he, that they know music better. Yeah.
2: Like, he, his opinion could be way different than mine.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and they... I would imagine a lot of journalists these days, especially because that, that was probably for Rolling Stone country, and Rolling Stone is just a fucking SJW rag at this point. Dude, yeah, well. Which is just a shame.
2: They don't like the party.
1: But, uh, I know, which is too bad, because they should, they used to, fucking hundred times. Did you
2: hear Eric Church had, like, a blood clot and almost died?
1: Maybe. And, like, got, I feel like I heard something about that.
2: Made, drove him himself to the hot made a giant coke and drove himself to the house. Yeah. And then
1: they, uh. I remember reading that going, fucking Eric Church was so happy to toss that line into the Jack Coke fucking off. Yeah, hospital. that's where Tyler But that's happen. what I would say. Yeah,
2: absolutely. If that, yeah. But he had, like, a weird collarbone issue where, like, it, like, was adding more something mm-hmm. and pinching his blood vessel. Oh. So it eventually clogged, and then he, like, felt his arm, like, went numb. So he went to the hospital and they took him for surgery. But he said that he's got a new album coming out. Relatively soon,
1: I heard it was not until like October.
2: Maybe, okay, maybe. Yeah. Which
1: is too bad because I thought it was. I thought he was dropping it early. Yeah, like, it was open know, like,
2: for late summer, or maybe even early summer, but that obviously didn't happen. So
1: you know, if it, I like a good October album though. <laughs> well, um, and it's there's not, something it's about like October, it's,
2: uh, like country, like rock, like yeah, like more like Outsiders, I think, but.
1: Well, you know how we talk about October and the leaves changing and stuff? That's it's, another yeah. one that you want to put a musical stamp on. Yeah. Need to Breathe.
2: And football season. Yeah. Like, cruising down to Corvallis, you, want, you need an album to listen to. Obviously. And, hey,
1: dude, if he drops a solid one, uh... <laughs> right on my chest... If he drops a solid one right during that sort of fucking perfect time, he'll and it like right fits the there, season, dude. he'll be right back up right there. Right back
2: up there. Right, Still behind Sturgill, obviously. Obviously, saying, obviously, people, but he'll but, uh, be right back up there. Yeah, dude. He'll so be I'm fucking... He's that. already ahead of Justin Moore, but he'll be miles ahead of Justin Moore at this point. Yeah. That guy hasn't done a decent thing since fucking Beta Hook.
1: Uh, He had that one song. I liked Letting the Night Roll. Yeah. That and album... still from a weaker album, but...
2: That album was very hit and miss on yes, the it songs
1: was. yes it was
2: I remember dude I, I love when you like remember exactly where you were the first time you <laughs> listened to an album or something mm-hmm. first time I listened to that album I was flailing at Grandpa Sam's Uh, up and down that. Nice. The biggest trees over there.
1: I have a lot of memories of new albums flailing in those trees, too. There's some about it.
2: Yeah. But I remember first, because I remember specifically that was the first place I heard uh, Feel Full of Hillbillies. And I restarted, I listened to it twice in a row. Because I just couldn't believe how ridiculous it was.
1: That song is no fucking joke, man. That song is no fucking joke. But it is a joke. Well, it is, but it's
2: not a joke. Don't joke with it.
1: Feel Full of Hillbillies. Ladies and gentlemen, you should check that song out. Check out, out Hillbillies it's
2: by Justin worth Moore.
1: it. Um, <coughs> and yeah, now we're just in the fucking heat of summer.
2: Yeah, dude, fucking August is tomorrow. Yeah. Today, by the time you guys hear it. Allegedly, but, we're live. Oh yeah, fuck, we're live. We'll have to cut that in pro- Carlos, cut hey, that in
1: production. Jimmy. Jimmy <laughs> back there. Um, so yeah, but, uh, we're like right in the heat of it. And... Uh, God, it's nice in Oregon.
2: The, oh, we're actually about to set tomorrow. If we get to ninety, will be most consecutive days in ninety. I know.
1: Are we to... Isn't it only going to be like eighty-two tomorrow?
2: Well, I don't know. Well,
1: <laughs> fingers crossed.
2: Here it's supposed to be, but it's in Portland, so I don't know uh, what it's supposed to be in Portland. But all that smog, fuck, dude. All that traffic nowadays. Yeah. You they close two of the ramps down for like three months. It takes like three hours to drive six miles.
1: That sucks yeah,
2: ass. if you're coming south, dude, it's, you're fucked. Glad I don't work in Portland you're at literally all. My fucked AC doesn't work. If you, yeah, you are literally fucked if you are going south in Portland. Three lanes are cut down to like one, and then two ramps are completely closed.
1: After we already have top five worst fucking traffic in America. Nashville, of course, is number one.
2: Well, we're just growing and not adjusting anything. Yeah, I know. And they don't want to fucking put money into the roads.
1: No. They'd rather spend it on the homeless.
2: Yeah, we got a real homeless problem.
1: Hey, it's better than what's going on in San Francisco. That's all I know.
2: Where the homeless are pooping everywhere?
1: Dude, the homeless are running rampant over fucking San Francisco. Needles everywhere, fucking shit on the walls, on the roads.
2: What are you doing? Like, even as a homeless person, have some respect
1: for your community. There's also a point where, like, even the most tolerant can be like, Hey, fucking do... Clean up your act, bro. Yeah, seriously. At a certain point, you could be like, Alright, we gotta put a stop to you people shitting on the sidewalk.
2: Yeah, where we walk.
1: So... It's gotta smell horrible in the summer in San Francisco. That's all that... That's all that really matters. But it smells terrific around Oregon. Yeah, it does. Fresh I mean, this is really the best place in the world during the summer we're going to talk about that more when we get to our story which uh, we were supposed to release a smoke sesh but, uh, but something happened with our recording and it got fucked up so we apologize ladies and gentlemen it had a lot of good quality a on lot it, of good content obviously
2: uh, we we'll put out something that
1: didn't but uh yeah so we're a little bit out of luck on that and I, I don't know what happened just a weird echo sort of didn't record right but anyways we'll get uh, it next time we went on our annual camping trip and uh, we're excited to regale you with the tales of that one.
2: Uh, we're also going to talk dating in 2018 and just dating in general for us. Yeah. How fucking sweet it's going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and then uh, we're going to talk about things that sort of change the world and we're going to talk about sort of, we're going to put them in a little hierarchy, what changed the world the most. Not extensive, but it's a good...
2: It'll be fun. It'll, it'll be a fun It's going to be a fun little... It'll be a fun little brain exercise. Yeah. Uh, We're also going to talk a little bit belated, but Beavs baseball, national champs 2018. Can I get a go, Beavs? Let's go, Beavs. So uh, we're going to talk about that, maybe the upcoming football season, and just everything that is Oregon State sports. Let's go, Beavs. So uh, stick around. We'll see you after the break.
1: Tired of your kids? Tired of your wife? Tired of all the complaints?
2: Tired of all the nagging? Sounds like you need a vacation.
1: Welcome to Detroit Lake, where you can take all of your problems and stick them on a boat. It's fun in
2: the sun where the party's never done. Fishing, tubing, water skiing, and every other summer activity you could possibly think of. Even Liquid Sack
1: D! And sure, While you're here, you'll probably have a thought about drowning your family. Which is a perfectly normal thought to have on the lake. But, legally, we can't endorse this. However, if life is better at the lake, then ipso facto death is better at the lake. Detroit Lake, you've earned it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're uh, Kevin and I are gonna spark up a joint here. We're gonna talk, we're gonna talk dating uh, dating in
2: 2018 and just the lovely single ladies that are out there.
1: And sort of what it's like to navigate relationships these days and
2: it honestly all that
1: important love talk.
2: Like, I don't know that it was easier back in the day. But But I tell you, it
1: sure seems like it was. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no question that it was. And I'll tell you the number one reason why. We've talked about it uh, debating cell phones, but it's because you're allowed to be yourself sort of on your own (coughs) when you're in a relationship before cell phones existed because they couldn't always get a hold of you. Yeah. You live your life and then you called them. You called them at the end of the day and once you made that call, that was like an important phone call. I remember dating a girl in high school who didn't have texting, and I had to call and go through her dad an almost every night. An intimidating dad, too. Yeah, an intimidating right. dad, who rocks a goatee now. Nice. Moved it's away from, from the stash.
2: away from the just straight Republican cop stash, huh?
1: Indeed. But anyways, so I mean, See, I think that's a thing huge is, part. is, like,
2: nowadays, you don't know if girls even want to be approached, like, in public. People are so fucking weird about, like, public interactions. Yeah. Like, some people absolutely fucking hate them. It's like, I don't want to start our relationship on the phone. That's not how I want to start
1: it. I don't even... Yeah, I mean... I don't
2: even really want it to get to, like, the phone... Like, the phone stage, honestly, should be the last stage. Yeah. Because I don't want you, like, always checking in on me all the time when we're Like, when we're first starting to date... Like, that's the thing is, like, people always... Well, people don't always say it, but a lot of people say now, like... You just kind of go from, like, hanging out and talking... Because it's like all of a sudden you're dating. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Which I get that a little bit. But I don't want to just like not be dating. But then you text me and I'm at a friend's house and there's girls there and you get mad. Mm -hmm. But like we're not even dating. But like you just know that I'm at a party or something and you get like That doesn't make any sense. So I don't want
1: to be... I try to avoid dating people like that. Well, yeah, obviously. But But you don't know right at the beginning. You don't always know. That's the beginning. Well, I think... My ex-girlfriend, who is going to come up later, I think, in this topic...
2: Well, luckily. we refrain from using names, though, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Even though I know you're dying to know.
1: Yeah. Whew. But uh.
2: It's juicy gossip, but you're going to have to uh, not know.
1: Sorry. She told me around the three-month mark that that's when you actually start to, like, really get to know somebody, and that's where, like, it sort of makes it or breaks on it, breaks it if it's going to keep going. And I remember going, like... Don't tell me that. Please don't tell me that.
2: Well, yeah, and also, three months. I've had three months is no fucking time at all. Well,
1: it depends how like much you're with them, and in that, well, particular, in that relationship... particular
2: Yeah, I guess. If yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> I would uh... say at three months, I would probably know for sure if it's not gonna work at three months. But there's no way you know for sure if it is going to work at three months.
1: That's the thing.
2: So, like, at three months, I say three months is like a check mark, and you check in, like, still going good? All right, we keep going. But if you can already tell that it's starting to slip, you bail because... We
1: well, just got to, like, really learn how to trust your gut. Mm-hmm. Like, really sort of develop that skill of understanding what it's telling you. Because, yeah. like, your gut, especially when it comes to, like, romantic relationships, your gut knows way more than your head does. Fuck it. Your head will rationalize my, away f- any favorite, love that's there. One
2: of my favorite Sturgeon lines is, if there's any doubt, then there is no doubt The gut don't ever lie. It's just such a tough as fuck line. It's a good line. It's like, like, yeah, your gut... Honestly, I feel like I have pretty good gut instincts, but with, like, with girls, you don't know.
1: Because... I think I do, and then I look at my past record.
2: <laughs> exactly. Like, you just... Your
1: gut... You can eat so easily convince yourself with other love. Things. Love will fuck you up. Love will make you completely irrational.
2: 100%. And, like, you
1: really can't trust yourself when you're sort of dealing in the love sphere. Yeah. And that is what makes love so interesting. Yeah. Is sort of... It's always novel because you don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And what I'm just, like, starting to realize is I need to learn how to enjoy the process... Instead of, like, just trying to figure it out. Yeah. Just enjoying that not knowing and going, this is one of the best parts. Yeah. Because when you don't know, when Anything. you, like, make a move and they respond well, there's really nothing better yeah. in the entire goddamn world. There's really not. Like, we're going to talk about acid later. Acid's fantastic. Uh, so is that. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's life. That, that's that, consciousness altering in a way. That just, like that's a dopamine hit. That will fucking sustain you.
2: And that's like, that's universal. Like, men approaching women. Well, I mean, I guess not universal in like places where you just get to buy your wife at 14. But like, in most places, it's like you have to approach a woman. Yeah. And like, you have to start the conversation.
1: Well, and that's the thing is like. And almost. You want to do do it. You almost want to do it when you're not. You don't have to be sober, but you don't want to be drunk in any way. You want to be. You might want maybe a shot to but give you some yeah, courage, a little bit, but a you little need to fucking courage, nut up and get out there, yeah, rel- like pretty sober, uh, for a couple reasons. Number one, because if you're gonna do it drunk, then it cheapens the whole thing. If you just man up and do it, you actually conquered something. You conquered something a lot of men <coughs> can't conquer themselves. You
2: climbed the a fucking mountain.
1: Like that's a big deal. Like women don't. I mean, some of them probably do, but a lot of them really don't understand what it's like for a dude to approach a woman, because like dudes are pretty straight line. You know we are very one track, all that shit, uh, and we just can't even fathom the the mystery that is women in general, the not woman even, not as, even, as a, as a, a close. thing, as a entity. They're just on a whole nother, you know, plane. And I'm not saying anything new here, but like for somebody to actually nut up and just go do that, especially in this day and age, it's, fuck, it fucking says a lot. Yeah. And you know what? Chicks who I think are worth it will respond well to that. Yeah. Chicks. Women. Women. Yeah. Yeah, chicks. They will respond <laughs> they will respond positively to it because they actually see, hey, this is a fucking like man who will put himself out there and get after it. Whereas like somebody who's like, fucking approached me out of nowhere, what a creep. And like, I'd rather have him, you know. You,
2: you like, definitely get that sometimes though. You absolutely but are, do. Dude- but those
1: those those are actually chicks ones we're talking there's about there a, are generally just there's chicks.
2: There's like an app called Bumble where the chicks have to message first. You don't want that. I've never downloaded it, like because I've heard about it and it's like, don't get me wrong. Wrong concepts, wrong. I use Tinder, and I match with people and sometimes I never message them, but that's <laughs> usually because of physical deficiencies or something of that nature. Um, but
1: on your part. Yeah,
2: obvious. <laughs> obviously,
1: all women are perfect No doubt, they don't even shit
2: Yeah, no, they just run at maximum efficiency Except the fat ones, obviously They could they could use a growler You could use a Stairmaster But, uh, like, I'm not gonna go to a place Where the woman has to message me first Like, that's the opposite of everything That I've ever been taught by anyone
1: Look, if you want to meet a woman of substance You don't meet her on Tinder
2: No, i all no. And I mean, obviously there I mean people... you can. Yeah, yeah. But there are like, people that have gotten married If you, married you want it, it to and... be
1: worth it, if you want it to, if you want the relationship to have really, <coughs> real value, you need to treat it as if it, it was a dragon guarding the gold, and you the Conquered dragon. It. The dragon is you, fucking walking up and talking. Overcoming to in that
2: fear inside of you.
1: Yeah, and then that actually makes it the gold worth getting, whereas. They may be a quality person, and yeah, Tinder relationships have worked out. Yeah, obviously. Some of them have even resulted in marriage. Yeah. But I think that there's something... All power something, to
2: you people but, out there. Yeah,
1: 100%, but I think that there is something yeah, empty. I mean,
2: even, like, f- like we're harping on Tinder right now, but, like, Match.com is the same thing, just more sophisticated. Like, there's yeah. nothing wrong with meeting someone on Match.com.
1: There's not. And but I do think that but that shit should be reserved for people maybe just, over forty just or thirty five. That it makes more sense at that point because it's harder to find single people. Yeah. like just there's too many there's fucking people now. But there's just
2: something magical about being at Best Buy and like bumping into a girl that eventually becomes your wife. Like th- that crazy shit like that happens all the time. Yeah,
1: yeah. Every no single person <clears throat> wants to say that they met somebody on Tinder. No. Nobody wants because to say that's that. Not, they're not going to make a movie about a couple that meets on Tinder. No. And they're not going to make a movie about your life if you live in the Tinder, from the Tinder... Perspective. Ba- perspective. Because basically, Tinder is just sort of your level at which you operate at every level in lo- at every facet in yeah, life. Yeah, you just want things to be given to you. You Yeah, you want things at a certain place, but you don't want to get uncomfortable. Yeah. You're willing to sort of put yourself out there, but, but not even makes really. you uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? You want a couple play things in place to sort of save your ego.
2: You want to dip your toe in the water, but you don't want to be... You don't want to jump in and fucking
1: yeah. look like an idiot. But if you want to get out there and fucking meet and just, like, be willing to look like an idiot and put yourself out there, I think the gods, sort of in a, in a colloquial sense, the gods respond well to that, and they reward that in whether it's insight... The woman herself or sort of courage or whatever, like they recognize that that you're you're doing something. And the universe rewards. It's like
2: we it's like we feel about like you put out good vibes, you get good vibes back. Exactly. It's the same thing. Like you if you go go out there, you put yourself out there, you're gonna find something. Yeah. But how do you feel about like the uh, classic like speed dating? Where you just go to all the tables and just like
1: quit. speed dating takes a whole different kind of balls, and we used to do that at the fraternity. Well, yeah,
2: that sounds like fun though. Like that's not that's not cheap because you have to. go no. you have to go. It takes them. a
1: different kind of balls. Yeah. Like if you actually are gonna go home with a woman's number or something, you gotta fucking have a little bit of game.
2: Yeah, you gotta talk to them and charm them. I mean, I, to-
1: again, unless she's you know rough looking. Yeah, physical. Whatever I said, not that there's, not, wrong not with that, that there's anything wrong with that But let's be real Men are Do fucking shallow Do
2: you believe
1: Every last one of them Don't let a single one of them tell you they're not Because they all are Two questions I'm not projecting but I am projecting
2: well, uh, We're projecting from a place of knowledge and wisdom So you should listen to us Um, mm. Two questions Let's hear it First one I think will be I don't know which one's going to be an easier to answer So I'm just going to go with this one first Do you think that there is someone out there for everyone? Yeah. I think this so will too. I think there might be more than one. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think that there's, you have like one soulmate out there, or do you think that there are multiple women that you can find love with and be with and be happy?
1: I like to believe that there's a single soulmate, and you may marry somebody else and never meet your soulmate. Yeah. I think there is one person out there who is the perfect complement to whatever your vibe is, but I do think you can absolutely find true love in, with another in, no, person. Yeah, I and yeah. never meet your soulmate. Or you do meet your soulmate. Yeah. But you know how you meet your soulmate? Like getting yourself out there. Yeah, you know no why most shark attacks occur in water? Because that's where the people are. Yeah. Like that's how you, you gotta put yourself out there to have that shark attack of love Ooh. like descend upon it's you. You gotta be out there. You gotta put yourself out there. Cause like even finding your soulmate is a numbers game. Like yeah. it's not a movie. You don't just serendipitously. That's not right. Serendipitously, serendipitously, serendipitously. stumble, uh, you know, accidentally splash with a little bit of water with your car, and then you get out and you say, "Oh, I'm so oh, no, sorry, let me, miss. Let me grab you. Here, let, let me just get you, you know, a cup of tea. Let me put it in your like, butt,
2: you know." And the next thing you know, you're married.
1: Well, that's one way to do it for sure. Yeah, I mean, and uh, I think that's. The but last yeah, but the point way. is, it, it doesn't work that way. Not often in real life. Not often, and if it does, you should probably be wary. Cause that seems a little too perfect. Something bad's gonna strike you down. That seems a little too perfect. If
2: you have the perfect moment in life, something bad will strike you
1: down. Like that's not necessarily true, but do keep your head on a swivel. Yeah, at least keep your head on Watch out for fucking
2: me. falling pianos.
1: But uh, so, but but you gotta get your you gotta put yourself out there, because I think you do have a soulmate that is your perfect complement somewhere.
2: And I, I I think that that's probably true. Like there are obviously levels of of. Attraction or whatever, mm-hmm. like levels of depths of love, whatever the fuck you want to say. But I think that you easily could find m- multiple women to fall in love. Like, I don't think, like, what are the odds that every single person that's married throughout their whole life married the one person that they were supposed to be with?
1: No, it's like, oh, wow, we were born in the same town. Yeah, like,
2: hmm, what are the odds? Yeah, crazy. And since the invention of the airplane, for miraculous reasons, people have been born. Find it, yeah. Of, <laughs> unlike <laughs> other parts of the country from their soulmate but back in the day they all used to live relatively close
1: true but also 50% of marriages end in divorce now it could be even higher at this point yeah
2: thanks a lot planes
1: yeah yeah thanks a lot planes that's fucking bring somebody from Jacksonville up to the Pacific Northwest I'm not
2: marrying anyone from the state of Florida I don't think no I don't think so I don't think I'm not ruling all of you out Floridians no like but like 65%
1: of, of them are 65 and older so yeah and the rest but, of them
2: are just fucking Every weird like cop story you hear comes out of fucking Florida. Yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah, Florida's
1: yeah, it's a it's an interesting little place. If only it? the ice caps were on that. <laughs> All part of the United States of America.
2: Like if we should just build, a, we should find a way to make the ice caps. Instead of losing California, Oregon, and Washington, <laughs> we just lose Florida. Just shift the water. Interesting. To Florida, we don't need that fucking state. Nah
1: do I mean like they're constantly just cleaning up from hurricanes and such. Yeah, my grandma, and grandma lives over there, and her house has been hit many times. Oh,
2: goddamn, so what do you do if you're if if you think you have a friend maybe in a uh, not ideal relationship, but he doesn't. It's not that he doesn't listen to your advice, but you don't think that he's really hearing it. Cause you don't want to push too hard. You don't wanna like do break up the break up the break up the break up with it, every time because eventually they're just gonna be like, shut the fuck up.
1: Well, and like, that's not really the friend thing to do. And
2: yeah, and that's not what you wanna do anyways. Yeah. But at the same time you kinda just wanna be like, dude, like you don't seem happy. Well, but
1: there is a yeah, there's a flip side where the friend like a true friend also tells you what's fucking real. Yeah. Like a true friend saves you if you're making a mistake. And that's sort of the weird balancing act yeah. you gotta make if you have a friend who you think is making a mistake. Yeah. And uh yeah, I don't know. It's it's I mean it's a case by case basis. But I think you just bring it up when it, it seems, seems appropriate like, and other than that you got to let them live.
2: I mean, like if you feel like you can read your friends well, Mhm.
1: You got to give them the best advice you think you can give them. I know, but advice It's got to be a suggestion. Advice yeah. people don't respond well to advice. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say this about women. I'll I'll bring it I'll bring it back to that. Sorry. Go back to advice. Well,
2: it's just because he seems he seems to be happy. Mm -hmm. And like, he's got a nice lovely family. Yeah. Lovely family that he's in a relationship with that is maybe what he's been looking for. Sure. But he never gets That
1: also can blind you from From a lot of
2: things. Yeah. But he also never gets to see us not saying that he should always have to see us, but like literally, he, we don't see him unless we're golfing.
1: He does really like to golf,
2: so it's like, I would imagine that he would like to see us more. Yeah. But.
1: Well, I'm, and I'm sure he would. I mean, he's obviously one of our best friends.
2: Yeah. How? I mean, he came down. He came all the way down for camping for one day. Yeah. But at the same time, he was about to not come at all know so what do you make of that that's a wash
1: that i think that is a strictly girlfriend he is just gonna yeah let let the hand tilt towards his girlfriend. but that's
2: another thing is that he well like when they don't have if they don't have like a backbone
1: he does gotta stand up like
2: you gotta stand up for yourself you have
1: yeah no i mean the sec okay so it goes for anybody anywhere it's basically just straight it's pop psychology but it's just straight psychology if you give somebody like an inch, on they'll, they'll keep pushing and they'll find where their line is. If you never give them a line, they'll just keep going because why the fuck wouldn't they? Yeah, They're getting everything they want yeah. every single time they push. Yeah. So unless you put up your own boundary, they're going to continue to push and it's only going to dig itself deeper.
2: Yeah, he didn't get to go on his full camping trip because they needed mm-hmm. a ride from the airport.
1: Yeah, that At canceled.
2: 11 p.m.
1: We'll get to that a little bit. We'll get to that part, but yeah. yeah.
2: But it's like you gotta have something where you're like, no, like...
1: Well, we are gonna talk about the same thing in a second, too, about, like... And we've talked about it before, but every significant other needs to have their own friends. Yeah. If they don't, that's that's one of your biggest red flags. Yeah. Because it means that they aren't getting along with the people in their sphere, so they've exited their sphere... Because they literally don't have anybody in theirs because they've driven them all away. Not necessarily driven them all away, but they've isolated themselves yeah. or whatever. But that's a huge red flag. Yeah. Like, it might be the biggest. Yeah. That and their teeth. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: teeth. My grandpa always told me, look at their teeth.
2: Teeth. I got a, I got a real problem with teeth. Like, bad teeth. And...
1: It's funny because dudes are allowed to have, like, sort of yellowing teeth. Like, they smoke cigars all the yeah, time. classy. But, like, women, like... They have to be...
2: Yeah, straight and white and...
1: And it shows worse. And, yeah, that's sexist. But what are you gonna do? Yeah,
2: I'm attracted to chicks. I don't give a shit. If you told me that you think that chicks with yellow teeth are fine... And dudes with yellow teeth are gross. I wouldn't say you're sexist. I would say you're wrong, and probably you're stupid. I, I wouldn't say yeah. that necessarily, but probably you already got one strike against you. And
1: good luck... Tr- oh, sorry.
2: But it's not sexist. No. It's not sexist.
1: Good luck trying to bring standards down. You think yeah. hot, like the really, really hot women are going to just start not brushing their teeth? Yeah. No. 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 They look really good, you and know. then the, like, the really middling ones that decide to get uglier... <laughs> Like, people are going to be like, okay, beauty standards, they are lowering now that you mention it. Yeah, get the fuck And out thank God it. for it.
2: Get the fuck out of here.
1: But anyways, um, yeah, I don't, uh, in terms of our buddy, uh... We'll get him of these days. I mean, ho- hopefully. But you also got to talk about, and this is the thing that just sort of goes for dating in general birth control, condoms, like, mm. you have sex a number of times, you're also increasing your chances just... You gotta... Oof. And, I, I don't know if they're Catholic, that's I don't know what the deal nightmare. is there, but, like, that's not nightmare. everybody's pro-choice. Like,
2: that's a nightmare situation right there,
1: that's... Like, you could get locked down really quick, and you, like, people act like that's not a concern anymore, but it could be. Oh, what I'm if you get with a person who really, it. like... Want they it. really want to keep it. And, like, if you want to, that's great. If you don't want to, look, my whole thing is, I just don't want... It's none of my business. Yeah. That's my yeah philosophy on this Do whatever thing. you want It's to do. none of my business. You should be allowed to take care of something, but you have to admit that it's killing a child. Take
2: the trash out, so to speak.
1: Yeah. You, you have, have to, to admit that, admit that it's technically goes- murder. I feel
2: like if you want to get an abortion, you should have to have the Bart Simpson treatment of writing, I know I'm killing a baby yeah, and on a chalkboard
1: until it's full. Yeah.
2: And then you can get
1: one. Yeah, I mean, and that's a good compromise. Because that is then we compromise. acknowledge that it's life but we also acknowledge... I don't that, want like, it! And like, should a child be forced to be brought into a world, this is a whole different conversation, but should a child be forced to bring, be brought into a world that it wasn't wanted in? Arguably... No. no. There's I a couple no. of ways to see it though. I know, but I the, say no. But I say I the say life <laughs> might be worse life is really fucking tough and if you could spare something from it again it's none of my business
2: and we have no way to even but comprehend like, what you have no memory of conception so if you were to die in yeah. conception you don't know Yeah. you don't know because you my whole know. thing is
1: once consciousness has been turned on yeah. that's where like shit really gets real but what the fuck do I know you know nothing more than you know exactly except we pretend we know more and that's the whole thing natch but uh, so but like let's say that him or somebody else, you know, is dating somebody. We
2: have a couple of friends in that uh, yeah fucking little
1: pool. And so, like, you're playing around in some certain waters that, like... Yeah, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. you do.
2: Them. And I mean, like, some of them might be ready for kids. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm pushing my viewpoint on them. I look But forward- I don't think that... I honestly don't think that any of them right now would be stoked... To find out they're
1: Stoked would not be the word no. I can think of. No,
2: no, I don't even know if happy. I think honestly, their first reaction would be scared and sad and angry.
1: Oh, so every man when he finds out that his wife's pregnant?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Like, god, that's a hundred grand out the fucking window.
1: Yeah. So the point is, uh, but I that that's something that I do get concerned about. That like some, because like let's face it, there's some carelessness sometimes. Like, everybody gets careless when, once you've been in there for a long time. Yeah. And, uh... I was the, I've been there with, like, yeah, you it's don't... It's a dangerous be, place to be. It's a dangerous place to be. So, you just don't... You don't want anybody to have an abortion.
2: But if it's up to them, it's up to them.
1: Yes. Uh, oh, here's what I was also going to say, and this kind of goes along with it, if you happen to get somebody pregnant that you didn't know for very long. Which does happen often, which is, you know, it's a danger of Tinder, you yeah, know, because that does happen.
2: Ari Shafir did a whole bit about it. Yeah, a whole bit. He did like, a special. Honestly, I didn't think it was that good. No offense, Ari Shafir, I know you're listening. Big fan. Big fan of Ari Shafir. But I wasn't a big fan of that. Uh,
1: I got to listen to it again. Yeah. But yeah, here's what I, I was going to say. Yeah, I probably should, too. Is, so... The first three to six months, you know, are the passionate love stages. And then, and that's at an all-time high, and your companionate love is at an all-time low. <coughs> and at a certain point in those three to six months, it completely shifts. That's what happens when you enter into marriage or a long-term relationship or whatever. You, you switch from the really passionate love to the more companionate love, and that's where uh, the rubber meets the road. Yeah. I can't remember why I brought that up now that we... Started talking about the other thing?
2: Well, no, but that's a good... It might not even
1: connect anything, It doesn't matter, but
2: that's a good... I'm intrigued by that. Because once you start just like... Like, the companion of love to me Mm -hmm. sounds like I love you because I have to love you.
1: But it's I love you because I do. Like, in my bones. I love (laughs) you because, like, my whole being loves you, not because my heart flutters (laughs) when I see you. Yeah. Like, I think when when you make love a commitment... And this sounds a little... Look, I like to party.
2: I like to party.
1: But, like, to get a little Dr. Love for a second. Ooh, when when Dr. you actually make that love a commitment... Oh, yeah. Like, you actually put shit on the line when you make it a commitment. And that makes it valuable in itself. And then the whole unit's worth preserving because of what you created together. And then that is a, I think, deeper and more important and more fulfilling type of love, even though passionate feels better in the moment but I think that deep companionate love is fucking where that shit's at and I I haven't ever been there
2: what what I look forward to how do you feel about prenuptial
1: agreements I think they sound like a bad idea I feel like you
2: bet on yourself to fail
1: I get it but like yeah like that's like if you really think that you love this person uh, that shouldn't even cross your mind yeah that's my opinion I agree I don't care how much money you have I agree you really think that you love this person and you are a
2: it's like it's like if you the, think
1: yourself an intelligent person.
2: It's like the it's like you the, you can't convict anyone without reasonable doubt. Like I'm not gonna love anyone if I'm not committing myself. To, I'm not gonna marry anybody. Yeah, if I'm not committing yeah. myself to to not to lose half my shit if it doesn't like. I'm not
1: gonna sign a we'll prenup. roll the dice on this. Yeah,
2: I'm not gonna sign a printout because then it's like saying to the whole world like, yeah, we're getting married, but I don't think it's gonna last. So I'm gonna keep all my shit. Yeah, and like I mean, yeah, divorces are pretty <laughs> shitty, but. It's still like you have to, you have to roll the dice at some Gotta point. Got to pay to play. Yeah, you got you buy the ticket, take the fucking
1: ride. Exactly.
2: You know. Fuck around.
1: But then, and this sort of brings me to the next thing, which is sort of the butterfly effect <laughs> of dating, which is you date some like every person that you actually enter into a real relationship with, really anybody you run across, period. Anybody that you enter into a relationship with Where you affect their life will affect your life yeah. or you will affect you'll you'll affect each other's lives in a significant way that your yeah. life would have gone completely different yeah. butterfly effect wise, otherwise. Yeah. So you,
2: yeah. I mean think about think about even if you just meet someone on Tinder and you go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. That changes everything else that you would normally do on like a random day. Mm-hmm. And instead you went out to dinner with this other person. Yeah.
1: It's gonna change everything. Gonna go out to dinner a little more. So you're going to be spending less time working on your business or yeah, working on your, to... the, the piano or oh. underwater basket weaving, you know? The important
2: things the in important life. The important
1: things in life. And, yeah, your life just gets set on a whole new trajectory. We were talking about this earlier, but an ex-girlfriend of mine moved from another town. So, well, first of okay, all, well, she went to... we Yeah. We met at a family member's wedding... She was the best friend, and I was the family member, and her and I got together. Obviously. Uh, that night, and uh, which was, you know, fun. You know, it's a good story. Classic fucking wedding times, Obviously. whatever. And, but then, you know, you sort of let it progress, and you go, hey, there's a wedding next week. Like, you know. Yeah. Want to go check it out? <laughs> you know, you say you want to be my date or whatever. And then the whole thing progresses. The next thing you know, it's snowballed, and you're sort of in this thing. And all I know is, you know, in the span of eight months, I think, they went from living in a town that was two hours away, moving into their own place by themselves, uh, oh, breaking up with their...
2: Other boyfriend. Who they bro- basically
1: broke up with the night of, moving to a town, like, pretty close, buying, getting their own place. Yeah. And then, okay, so that happens. And then... Like, oh,
2: the, super fast.
1: Super, super fast. And sort of the whole red, thing... Yeah, yeah red flags. There was a lot of red flags there. There was... Uh, it's where I really learned the lesson the hard way on the no... You know, not a lot of other friends. Yeah. Sort of thing. Um, and she... I mean, she was fantastic in a lot she of ways. She was fun. She was a very nice person. Uh, but anyways... Uh, so anyways, break up with her a little while later. And... She sort of just kept coming just, after me, sort of texting me, calling me, dropping by my house, uh, asking me to come over to talk. Just all that sort of post relationship yeah, stuff. Dude, the post, dude. It, that's a rough time. We'll
2: but, have to talk. We'll talk about that. Later. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then, then we were at our other buddy's wedding three months I'm later. The best man,
2: and you were. And I, was the, I was the best man, and you were the fucking group. The fucking preacher. The or preacher. Whatever. The Doctor of what Love, I, the, Doctor, the of Love. Doctor of Love, I am Doctor Austin. It fucking, what is that guy called? The ma- the Master, the, the Surgeon, Matador,
1: the Grand Wizard, if you will. Mm, that's a little too KKK. <laughs> but uh, anyways, and so that night she was hammered and was sort of hounding me about sort of getting together. Blah blah blah.
2: That,
1: and then, like s- It turns out my sister made the suggestion. Which that I didn't she know about. Hang out with Harley? Yeah, well, like take care of. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and she had no idea. That. And anyways, so then they got together, and they've been dating for a while now. Well, and I'm he's not from our hometown. A while now because they he's got from our Married
2: five months after they started dating. Yeah. So a while is a bit of a stretch.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but, yes. Yeah. But yeah. But a guy from our hometown. Pretty nice guy. Nice guy.
2: Fucking five months so that's like she was in Eugene two hours away Mm -hmm. met you yep broke up with you and then married a guy I broke up with her well whatever it doesn't matter the the relationship broke up and then she met another guy from our hometown which she would have never even known about yeah I mean she would have known about it but she would have never really known about it if it wasn't for dating you.
1: And it was strange. And, like, the fact that she was even invited to the wedding was sort of a wild card move. Yeah. it's a real wild card move. Never, the only reason, though, that they got... They are a
2: real fucking cowboy. Can we say why?
1: Because technically her and I were the reason that they, so got, they got engaged. engaged that night. Can we true. tell that? Yeah, I
2: can okay. What the fuck do I give a shit?
1: Her and I got the ecstasy that we fucking gave... Yeah. To, to or it was Molly. Got the Molly that we gave to them, to them when he proposed that When he that
2: proposed night. on the front steps of a stranger's house. Fuck yeah, dude. They were just like sitting in the front steps and he fucking popped the question. The old, the old question. And so for that
1: reason, uh, yeah, it does sort of make sense that she was invited. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so all this, the point is, the whole point of this was the butterfly effect. Well, think
2: about that. If she wouldn't have got us that stuff... Yeah. Molly, she wouldn't have gotten invited and yeah. then she
1: wouldn't have even met him. Well, and they might not have gotten engaged that night. Yeah. Holy shit. Whoa. Whoa. So many butterfly effects. So many butterfly effects. But that's, but I mean, that's the interesting thing about dating life. and life in general. Yeah. It's just, every just like every day. Di- and you can't let it freak you out. No. Even though we talk about it a lot, you can't, you can't let, let it-, it
2: freak you out. Like it lives in my mind, but
1: I don't let it, I don't let it. Paralysis by yeah, analysis, yeah, you can't have yeah, that. Yeah,
2: you can't let it just like, make you just freeze
1: yeah you just have to kind of roll with the punches but like that it's just fascinating it that is like fascinating every little decision and like when we look back like even all those things were little decisions but they all resulted in she got married yeah. like that's a significant life f- altering altering event. event yeah and so in fact two people got married in that process yeah that's a double wedding it's a dust def- whammy. Wham. whammy! Whammy! Double uh, whammy! Uh, the
2: hardest part about any relationship, the breakup. The breakup's tough as fuck. Dude, that's dude. the hardest, one of the hardest parts of life.
1: Well, because it's like somebody died, but they're still alive, and, and you can't really alive, talk have to them to anymore.
2: See them sometimes.
1: They might be with somebody else. It, yeah. Imagine if your parent died, and all of a sudden they were parenting another family.
2: Yeah, I was like, what the Not fuck? Not that
1: that's how you should view your your. But you know. But the same, same idea, idea of, like, applies. Yeah, like they're it's parallels. fucked up, man. Yeah, like that seriously is like one of the deepest cuts
2: pains oh it's just like oh you're fucking happy you it's been- true what they
1: say that the first cut is the deepest though cheryl crow
2: a fucking man i don't know if it's her original or it's not, not it's not but i Davis, but fucking yeah. remember dude i remember when i was young i watched for some reason that video was on cmt, was on CMT all CMT the lot. time and she was just on those red rocks uh-huh. and just fucking hot as fuck cheryl crow was obviously right we got, obviously and it was just like oh god i want to fuck the shit out of cheryl crow <laughs>
1: Yeah, dude, fucking, uh...
2: I think that's why I have an obsession with just slightly older women.
1: It's because of Show Crow. I think, dude. Yeah, Show Crow will do that to somebody. She was
2: up there, oh, any lane. And Elaine. And
1: Elaine for sure Elaine. Show Crow can write some tunes, man.
2: Yeah, fuck yeah, she's a fucking rock star. But, bro. uh...
1: But it's true what they say, that the first cut is the deep. Is that high school... That first high school heartbreak? Ooh... That's brutal.
2: Junior high, even. Well, because, like, especially in high school. Junior high, you think
1: you're devastated. And then high school, you kind of are. High school, I think, is, like, if you actually get into it deep, I think high school is the first real big one. It's And I think it compounds because in high school, everything's more dramatic. Yeah. Because you don't have any perspective on life yet when you're in high school.
2: No. You just know the drama of high school.
1: Yeah. And so, like, if somebody breaks up with you, you're watching, you know, you're... You're brought up watching fucking teen shows. Fucking listening
2: to the heart the sappiest music you can find. Fucking looking out the window all dramatically. Yeah, dude, you just think that you know what you're doing. And you are you are so fucking stupid. So
1: fucking stupid.
2: Oh, you're so fucking stupid, you go back over all But then
1: we say that we're gonna say that about us now, when we're forty.
2: Yeah, but fifty. But we'll also remember like what we were. We, yeah, I mean, like, high school
1: is a special amount. It's of a stupid. special
2: amount of stupid because you don't know. What, you don't know anything better than than what is going on around you.
1: Yeah, if you're lucky, you haven't, you know, like seen any real like tragedy yet. Yeah. Like. Yeah, Just, like high school. You still have a chance.
2: Yeah. The Jun- world is still your A lot of that gets guy. dashed
1: in junior high, mm. but in high school, you're still like, because high school still has that promise of like finally getting out of school, whether you're going to college or going into the workforce or whatever. Yeah. Like, it has that promise of like becoming an adult. Yeah. So, like, but then, fuck it, dude. Yeah. So, but dating back then was easier. Because, yeah. like, because you it could was MySpace maybe pages
2: text. you could maybe, yeah. But you and even- you
1: text with like a T9 deal. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, like, you only got so many a month. Car
1: crashes whatever. would be way less if they still just had the T9 text. Yeah,
2: because it's not even worth trying. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. Fuck that. I have to push this letter either four times. Yeah, I know. Or you have to try to guess what I'm saying and I have to scroll through all the options. Yeah. Fuck that.
1: So, I like, yeah. I mean, that was back flip phones. That was flip when I was calling people, was, yeah. you know, their oh, dad to get a hold of them.
2: Dude, calling someone's house phone was the most intimidating thing. Yeah. Move of all time. Dude,
1: making phone calls in general is more intimidating now just because we're forced to do it less.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: why you gotta take cold showers. You know? <laughs> you gotta get used to putting yourself in uncomfortable situations and manifesting all other places of life. Sorry. I gotta throw it in there all the time. I love cold showers. Took a particularly good one this morning. That's kinda why I'm jacked up about it. Anyways.
2: Best breakup method's gotta be just clean break, right? Just cold turkey. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I've never
1: done anything other, and it's painful. It sucks, but, but... But, like, once you break up... What? Okay, so some people get back together. Yeah. But, so you live the rest of your life, though? Knowing that you fucking broke like and I mean I could be wrong like my parents broke up once before they
2: well like, I mean I'm married, sure that people do it all the time but it just doesn't like well it, it, when I
1: when I like am in a breakup I make a full yeah. once I've cause I've done 90% of the breaking up and so by the time I've made that decision I'm 100% on yeah, that decision yeah and so at that point it's just like there's gonna be there's gonna be some roadblocks between me and being fully out of this, like, you know, calls and like random shit, but you just gotta keep your head down. Yeah. And like Fucking get out of there. so
2: yeah, some people some people definitely break up and get back together. And if it feels right, like there's nothing wrong with that. But like if it doesn't feel right, then just Yeah again, you know, that's I'm a trust do, your gut thing. Yeah, that's thing. a trust
1: your gut thing. Just go cold turkey. But like you generally know that's not true. Well, it does make y- you a rad. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But if, if, if you have the thought initially, you probably, like, you don't, because you don't just break up with someone on a whim after, like, one thing they do that upsets you, you don't just break up with them. Yeah. So, if you have the thought, it's probably, but you've probably been ruminating on it a while.
1: And you also know, like, if somebody breaks up with you, you'll know, like, oh, they thought about it, or, oh, I'm just dating some idiot. Yeah. Who just, like, oh, I'll break it up with you, that kind of shit. Yeah. And so... Um, yeah. That's a trust your gut thing, though. Love is a tricky thing. Love is, Love a, is a mini and puzzled bitch. thing. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. The point is, you know, it comes and goes. It comes and goes.
2: Trust your gut. Trust your gut. Fucking put yourself out there. You gotta go put out, yourself out gotta there. put yourself out there.
1: Like, you do have to slay some dragons to get to the princess.
2: All dragons are guarded by print nope. All princesses are guarded by dragons. And, and that gold. is well that's that's just common knowledge. Yeah. At this point,
1: twenty eighteen. So I think that's important, uh yeah. Anything else? I
2: think that's I mean that's date that's our dating life. That's yeah. dating in general. Twenty eighteen. <laughs> Fucking have Adam. Keep it real. See you after the break.
0: Da, da, da. We bring addiction back. Don't know Located
1: just add. north of the lake, and just we south of heaven, on the banks on of track. the North Santiam River sits the rock.
2: A rock smoke. that isn't simply a rock. A rock that holds truth. What truth? Well, that's between you and the rock.
1: There are many paths to discovering this truth. One of the preferred methods is to consume a healthy dose of lysergic acid diethylamide and stand atop the rock with those willing to take the journey with you.
2: The rock may give you answers to the questions you seek. The rock may give you answers to questions you didn't ask.
1: And it may show you things you're afraid to confront about yourself.
2: Shed your ego and bathe in the ice, cold, crystal clear waters of the North Santiam and rise
1: anew. The few, the proud, the the rock. rock. gentlemen, the Oregon State Beavers. National champions. National I'm champions. sure you've heard. I'm you must sure have heard sure by heard. now.
2: Uh, only the greatest baseball team. Probably to ever take the field. Uh, I only reckon. That.
1: Probably. Best, best fucking coach.
2: Oh, 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 God damn. My emotions watching that World Series were fucking through the roof, dude.
1: It was a lot of up and down. We
2: kept losing the first game, and we kept playing like shit. We played like shit it's a like, lot. why are we playing like shit?
1: Arkansas had a solid pitcher, too, that they long did. of a fucking douchebag. Yeah. No, they did. Guy, like, guy could throw some smoke. We
2: were, like, booting the ball and walking people and having wild pitches. Yeah. It's like, what the Making fuck? Making weird you? errors. Yeah, it's like, not playing true Beaver, Beaver baseball, baseball. The way that we know how to do it Obviously. under Coach Pat Casey. But... For real, when when that Arkan, when that we hit that pop-up...
1: Yeah, that should have been it. With two outs in the should've ninth, it should have been it. Hundred percent, it, been it. 100% it was over. Two when outs the second, in the ninth the and second, the three of them fucked up!
2: The second that ball landed, you knew the Beavers had it. Yeah. That was the one break they needed. They the were only, fucking themselves yeah. the whole time. They got one break at the right time. That
1: thing changed fucking, everything.
2: Fucking uh, Gretler hits the single... And then Trevor Larnick hits a fucking ball, dude. dude. Oh, Larnik hit so many fucking clutch home runs. Yeah. And fucking Rutschman. And then
1: fucking, yeah. Only a sophomore, just. And then, uh, what's his name, pitch the last game? Fucking Kevin Abel. Kevin Abel. Yeah,
2: complete game, shutout. A kid's just a baller even
1: though he looks goofy. Yeah,
2: and everyone's like riding Pat Casey for leaving him in too long. Fuck you! The kid. I heard a- that he
1: told him like he came out to relieve me. He's like, I'll yeah, put it down like, right now no. or whatever.
2: He was like, I'm gonna pull you, and Kevin was like, no, you're yeah. not. And then he was like, okay, but if you get one more runner on, I'm pulling you. And that was in the seventh inning, and he never did. Yeah, he literally got he ret- he retired like the last twenty batters.
1: Which the- is insane. Like that's just fucking. And the- he's a freshman. Dude,
2: they had the bases loaded, with one out in the first, and that was the last time they had a base runner. No one scored. He got the next two guys out, and then he retired everyone in a row. Yeah. No one else got on base. As a freshman. And, like, everyone bitches in the day that he threw too many pitches, but it's like, fuck you. He doesn't have to throw again for however long. Yeah, there's shit. He's not shit. playing in, like, the off season. He's not playing any He's going to have like a nice there. little
1: break for himself.
2: Yeah, and he wanted to stay in. That's yeah. his decision.
1: And if he gets that, like, it, like, if you have an elite pitcher, which he obviously is, like, if they know that they got it.
2: Yeah. They, he knows unless his unless They're, unless they're, they're not
1: Ted. No, saying winners always want the ball and the game is on the line, although that's exactly <laughs> what he fucking did, but he did it right. And, yeah. That was fucking tough shit. And, as like, he shit. was
2: keeping the ball low in the zone, and he was showing no signs of fatigue. Yeah. So he was just fucking dealing. And, like, to have a, a fucking freshman just shut down Arkansas, they couldn't even hit him. Yeah. And they're just, like, frustrated, and our whole team is pretty much in the MLB now. That was their one that was their last year to win the national championship. Fucking did it. And they lost the first game and a bullshit. they just kept making yeah. errors. Then they won the next three. Then of course they fucking lose the first one. Mm-hmm. Then they win the next two. God damn, that was so exciting to watch. That was exciting to watch. And I fucking I love it but I love that whole team. They yeah. were so fun. They were so goddamn good. A lot of
1: unique personalities on that team.
2: And three first-rounders, I think, maybe four, and, like, seven in the top two rounds. That's insane. Yeah. That team was fucking stacked. And Arkansas was the same way but young. So they'll probably be back. Oh, really? But our pitching staff is young.
1: Which is, like, one of the hugest parts, especially in college baseball. Well, because
2: this year we got by on our offense and two good starting pitchers, and our third pitcher was always kind of weak. But if we get good pitching now... Yeah. And our offense isn't that great. That's fine if you have really good pitching. And
1: this doesn't hurt our recruiting. No,
2: at all. Uh, At all. At
1: (laughs) all. So, I'd say things are looking up.
2: And as long as we have Pat Casey, he's going to be able to say, I've won three national championships. Yeah, and you think Pat Casey's
1: going anywhere anytime soon? The guy's still young and spry, dude. dude. The
2: guy still obviously is passionate about it. Yeah. He still loves fucking coaching. Yeah, dude. And Corvallis fucking loves him, dude. He's like God there. He's like Mike Riley, but successful. He's like
1: Mike Riley, but successful. Like, ah... no mm. shit. He's a mixture of Mike Riley and what fucking. Uh, Dennis Erickson. Yeah. Combined. Yeah. The success and the likability. The likability. Dennis
2: Erickson was not very likable.
1: No, but he produced but wins. He
2: produced wins. Mike Riley, extremely likable.
1: Yeah. Little little. La- Wait, who was our coach who women? left us just just recently? Oh from, fucking! blank.
2: Uh. Anderson. Derek Anderson? Anderson. Anderson,
1: Gary Anderson, Gary
2: Anderson. Derek Anderson played for the Blazers so, and the Beavers. Also, I would say
1: Pat Casey is the mixture of Mike, Mike Riley, and but Derrick Gary Anderson was supposed, supposed to be. Yeah,
2: he's like Wayne Tinkle a little bit. Like supposed to be like a, like a fo- Gary Anderson was uh, said all the right things. Yeah, but really was a little bit.
1: Could not get could shit not done, perform.
2: Dude. And then he blamed his assistants and everything. Dude, his team Go, was just
1: undisciplined.
2: Undisciplined. Now, like, I will, stand, with, I will stand behind
1: be... the Beavers all the time. I will talk shit about them, but I will always stand behind them.
2: Yeah. No, if we call like we see them. Yeah. I mean. And,
1: uh, and Gary Anderson just fucking ran a fucking slip shod, shots shitty she shit. It was like a fucking, fucking circus. Yeah. Mm. It's just a lot of false starts and just like. Bad calls, obviously. We
2: call a timeout. Continuing after... to
1: lose in the second half, like we always <sighs> do. But this year is going to be different. But let's Listen, talk about the championship beers. I'll let wait, you go ahead. But though. wait,
2: no, no, no. This is about Gary Anderson. Okay. He did like for all the shit that he did wrong. He fucking laid one on the Ducks. Yes, he did. On the back of Ryan Knoll. Yes, he did. He fucking laid God one on the Ducks. Ryan, he ended he that did. streak. That's he ended true. the streak of losing.
1: Kevin, that, that shouldn't so, go unnoticed. It shouldn't go unnoticed. That is a good because call.
2: Because that is a huge thing. Because fuck the, fuck the ducks. ducks. I was just about fuck to say the fuck the ducks, ducks, dude. Like, literally fuck obviously. the Ducks. Obviously. Literally and figuratively, but mostly literally, fuck, fuck the, ducks. the Ducks.
1: I fucking
2: hate the Ducks. Yeah. Fuck the Ducks. Yeah. And he fucking laid
1: one off. Morally, on. they're inferior. He, obviously, morally and just, I mean, like, Look, and we're going to talk about the Ducks again in our tripping story that's coming oh, up. Oh, yeah. We'll we have a real example of what a Duck fan is. Fuck
2: the Duck! Literally, fuck the Duck! Look, ducks. are we alienating
1: <clears throat> 50%, 60%, 70% of the Oregon audience? Yes, but that's because most of you are bandwagoners. You can admit it. Yeah, you'll like us when we're rich again, won't you fuckers? So.
2: God damn it.
1: But let's talk about the real winners. The baseball team. Uh, the only ones who can actually clinch a national title. Yeah. Duck fan. Boom! The Beavers.
2: Three in the last 12 Three years. Three in the last go 12 years. years. 06,
1: 07, 18. 18. You can't beat that. In two
2: I mean, different stadiums in Omaha. There
1: you go. Boom.
2: Go fuck yourself.
1: After a rain delay. Even, oh, Jesus Even after Christ a rain Christ delay. After a rain delay. So, uh, what about Luke Heimlich? What are you thinking about Luke Heimlich? Okay. I don't know. How much should we Look, yeah, give we'll background? Tell him. Yeah. We'll
2: tell him. Okay, so... Luke Heimlich was a star pitcher.
1: Star, top, top, top Literally
2: pitcher. Best, best pitcher in the nation. Should've, yeah. Would have been a top 10 overall. pitcher without, without question.
1: Without but
2: question. But there's a part of his past of when he was 13 to 15, somewhere it's in that good. age. It's not good. It's not good. It puts, it puts, it halts the brakes. From 13 to 15 in that age, he had a niece that was, Three to five, I guess. Is
1: it still allegedly? It's... Well, no. Has he been convicted? It's
2: alleged... It's... So she claimed...
1: I'm obviously on the side of the victim in this one. I know. It seems creepy. It's
2: tough. It's tough. She claimed that he touched her inappropriately when he was 13 to 15. And so he, from the day... And
1: she was what? Five?
2: Three to five. Yeah. And from that... From day one, he denied it. And the mom... Insisted that he did it. His brother was the father, and from what I understand, so that was so he was. Oh, okay, awful. gotcha, gotcha. From what I understand, he does not. So they broke up. Not the kind
1: of story you want to come down on you when you're a star. No, no,
2: no, no. They broke up, and he doesn't talk shit about Luke, but doesn't really even really talk about it. They do not let the daughter talk about it at all, but she, for whatever reason, she somehow she claimed not to remember and all and the mom is the only person that vehemently speaks out against Luke Heimlich. But here's where it gets weird because all that all that makes you think like oh maybe it just was like wrong they just wrongly accused or whatever like
1: cuz you cuz you do as much as you side, you also go. The mom may be over, over. The protective. mom may,
2: j- yeah. The mom may just like it's have just playing heard, devil's advocate. She may have just heard the daughter say something and like freaked out. And the daughter didn't really know what was going on. She was three to five. Yeah. So like, who, who know, who knows?
1: Like, if I told my mom I made out with my babysitter, she wouldn't think it was as cool as I did. Exactly. Like exactly. They have a tendency to. But not that it would be cool. That's a bad. That it was a is, bad. Yeah. Well. I wasn't making That's those things cool. equal. No. But I, that was sort of, you, you tell you, your mom yeah. things that you, th- okay, that you, you tell your mom th- things yeah. and they take it a different way.
2: Yeah. Um, and then, so, but he confessed because he was told, like, if you confess, you don't have to go to jail. You don't have, to have any jail time. You get, like, uh, community service and this, like, so many hours of therapy and whatever. So he did all that. Completed it's Pronounced the rapey? The, the rapey, yeah, for him. Um, but they. Uh, so he completed all that, did all his time, and then, like, last year before they went to Omaha, the story broke because he failed to file a piece of paperwork that he didn't technically have to file because he was from Washington. So that was only for in state <laughs> people. Trash. Yeah, that was only for in state people. Typical
1: Washington trash. They just don't, like they don't
2: get it. They don't get it.
1: Have you been to Leavenworth?
2: Have you been to wherever that town was that Devin's mom lives with the big lake?
1: Aberdeen? That oh, that place, is cool. I've been cool. I went to Aberdeen to see Uncle Cracker yeah, with I Devin. I have heard
2: about that. But so but here's where it gets weird because he was homeschooled.
1: Which is a red flag. Which is a red
2: flag. Like, like
1: Homeschooling is like, a red flag. That's a
2: red flag. Now, listen, America, I know, like, oh, don't be mean to homeschool kids. I know some homeschool kids. It's a red flag. It's a red Homeschooling. flag. Homeschooling is... Just, <laughs> That's a red flag. Especially if you're a super religious homeschooled person, which you was. How If you're curious about something and you're cut off from the entire social pipeline... Because are animals. You're gonna do... Maybe... You're gonna maybe allegedly do some questionable things. So it's a real hard... It's, it's real, tough. It's a real hard line to come down on. But I feel like if he did do it, he was thirteen to fifteen, and like you can fuck up pretty bad.
1: You can fuck up bad when you're thirteen to fifteen, and be different when you're twenty-one. Whatever. Easily,
2: easily. I mean, like it's, could,
1: that's not excusing he, it.
2: It's not excusing it at, you, at but all. He could have been different by the time he was eighteen.
1: Well, not but to it, mention, it's, like, it's, look, I don't know his mindset, but your hormones are insane. 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 Like I, I, No, that's not excusing it's it. Not excusing it's not excusing it. it. Not excusing but, it. You obviously should override it. But it's not a normal human making a rational decision in any, any fashion. There's and no way to say that's a rational person. Knowledge.
2: He's got very limited knowledge on the world in general because he hasn't been out with other people. Yeah. He's been at home.
1: So That's it's, true, too. Like, that is a big factor. So,
2: it's like, it's kind of it's kind of hard to know who to trust here. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like he did his time. He did everything. No one on the team has ever had anything bad to say about him. He seems like a super nice guy. Seems like he, I mean, he doesn't seem like he's doing anything wrong or weird. So, I mean, even if he made a mistake, I feel like you just, at this point, have to at least let him redeem. At least let him redeem himself or have a chance to.
1: Yeah, like, if we're a society that believes that people can be rehabilitated, let's actually give people a chance. Yeah, let, like yeah. Like, that's this whole thing, like, we, th- people can, like, change, but then once people, like, claim to change, people go, no, you're no, the, the same cheater, you always, the always cheater. yeah, what, yeah. yeah. Like, well, then what they do you preach want? one thing and completely act in a different fashion.
2: Yeah, they, well, then what the fuck do you want yeah. from me if I bullshit. can't win? Yeah.
1: So... But um, the Reavers
2: baseball team in general. And he whole,
1: did pitch. He did pitch did, and p- he pitched okay.
2: I think it made it I think it honestly made it a little bit better that he wasn't the main oh, 100%. focus that we won. <laughs> yeah. That would have that would've put a lot of the shine right on that.
1: It would have actually really hindered us if he was playing well. Because yeah. him playing well would have prompted a gazillion Everyone. people to Everyone. fucking start digging up extra shit.
2: Everyone. Like so. they did with the baseball player that was in the All Star game. Did you hear about that? They brought up like racist tweets and homophobic. I did hear I said about he that. Yeah. Seventeen. I know. And like Im- immediately after the game in the locker room, they were like questioning him about it, and he was like, because it surfaced during the game, he was like, I don't even know what the fuck I was thinking.
1: I I, I want to be famous just so I can answer questions and then that like, are like, are you guys fucking crazy? And
2: then he went like he literally felt so bad that he went up to like all the black players and everything he was like apologizing like I don't feel this way and like his teammate who was black Lorenzo Cain was like dude like I know him and I don't like I don't feel like he would ever say these things like even if he did say these things I don't and think you know that... these
1: people are trying to provoke like, he's like yeah, a rift between yeah, he's two like, friends I don't
2: think he feels this way now so fuck you for yeah. even asking me this like Go I judge a person based on their character from when I know them whatever happened before I met you I don't know anything that was going on in your life at that point, so I can't judge you based off of that. Yeah. But you guys are digging up tweets from when he was 17. He's probably like 27 or 28 now. No shit. And it's supposed to be the best day of his life. He made the All-Star Game. And you guys are gonna fucking just try to ruin it, you fucks.
1: It's like, can anybody anybody honestly say that they would go by every decision that their 17-year-old self made? anybody say that? Not even fucking close. That? Fuck, no, you can't. Not even fucking Because everybody, close. everybody from birth to death is in flux. People act like you're a certain way, and granted, some people are more sort of in a rut in general, like they're just set in their ways. Yes. But in general, people are still in flux because you're not the one who infects the environment so much as the environment affects, it affects you. you,
2: yeah.
1: And so, like, to... T- Just, like, to blame anybody. And, like, this even goes for people who are misquoted. Like, oh, you said this years ago. And this even goes for, like, Obama saying one thing and saying something before. You have different information in the past than you have in the present and then into the future. Your answer... That affects, like, why you would make a certain decision. Like, not everything... The facts are not always out for you to make the right decision at the time. That's why parents always fuck up inevitably parents fuck up it's because there's no way to know what you can know later uh, without yeah. getting there through a mistake and that is going to come up in our tripping conversation again which i'm really excited to talk to you about
2: so it's like you can never basically what you're telling me is i can never have i can never be wrong i can never get better i have to be perfect throughout or else you can just dig something up from when i was 17 and fucking retarded, and probably try to make a joke yeah. or get some pussy or some whatever the fuck seventeen-year-olds are doing. I took time out of fucking jerking off and <laughs> made a racist tweet. But I obviously don't feel that way now. Even though on this podcast, I've said some questionable things.
1: Questionable, but who doesn't say but questionable who things? Who doesn't? Why? Ask why would yourself it? that That's question. What? We all say questionable things. Are we to be? Are we to have our feet held to the fire every time we say a questionable thing? No. Because we all do it. Every. Granted. You say something especially fucked up, yeah, it's worth addressing, but we gotta, like, stop thinking that everything is especially fucked up. We all need to stop saying that the sky is falling every time the tiniest thing happens. We're becoming soft as a people! I don't like it. We gotta start taking more cold showers as a nation. Just cold showers. Cold showers, eat a steak and run up a hill. We'll see you after the break. Let's
0: go, bees! Go, bees! Let's go, Let's please. go
1: please. You looking for chicken and beer? We got both. Welcome to the Mountain Grocer, Detroit Lakes' premier grocer and deli.
2: For all your last-minute camping needs, we've got you covered. S'more stuff. Beer. Chips. Dips. Weed. Fish. Guns. Liquor. Fishing tackle. Live bait. Ecstasy. You know, grocery store stuff. The only thing better than the chicken is our service.
1: Mountain Grocer. Hell of a deli.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, you are back to the show. That doesn't make any fucking sense, but uh, you're back to the show. We're back to the show. That makes sense. And uh, we're gonna talk about things other than this podcast, obviously. Obviously. that most impacted the world. Yes. So this
1: it would be clear cut number one. It'd be vain to just talk. I have
2: a whole whole fucking segment about ourselves. But write that down because we might do that
1: later. Yes, no, because somebody should uh, somebody write that down. Like somebody will write that book. Somebody'll make that documentary. But
2: uh so we're gonna talk about things that change the world. Yeah. And in case in case you're wondering what one of those things is, we'll start with uh I guess a fairly simple one with the clock. It's like time. Yeah. Like once you start it's not established it's not simple to to establish time, but it's a simple concept to wrap your head around. Once, once you, you establish it. time you can no longer go once back. Once you establish
1: time, you can all of a sudden be late.
2: Yeah, you can no longer go back to a time where you didn't think about time. Yeah. Like once you, once you establish. Time like, is a
1: Pandora's box. Yeah. Once you open it, like it. And a like. Bunch of other shit. And comes I mean, up. like,
2: I guess, I guess, noticing day and night is a way of noticing time, but you don't comprehend it as time. You just comprehend it as now it's light, now it's dark.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it still gives you a conception of time, because you can still tell sort of what time of day it is, but yeah, even that, like, time of day...
2: You don't know what time of day, because no one's explained to you what I, time But you'd is.
1: still get a sense of about yeah. how far you are from dark.
2: Yeah, but you don't have a sense of... But you wouldn't You don't have it a sense way. of how old you are or anything. No. Like, you would just... You would just be living entirely in the moment all the time. But then the second somebody explained to you what time was, you were now running out of time, you're not late for things. He's looking at my watch now. Yeah, you gotta check what time it is. Oh, what time it is I got shit to do at this oh, time. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's like, no, time, it shouldn't be a thing. You don't shouldn't have to work eight hours. Well, in again, there are our arguments
1: that time isn't a thing.
2: There's You shouldn't have to work... Yeah. Fuck. Oh. Joe Rogan posted a time-lapse video of a plant growing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he he commented, he's like, it's crazy that you can, like, watch this grow in time-lapse and, it, like, it proves to you that time is moving because this thing is growing but if you just were to watch it you would never physically see it grow like it would grow right in front of you but you wouldn't like really be able to tell that it's growing
1: well not yeah you would
2: see it come out of the ground and then you would see it like stretch out but you're not if you're like watching it it's moving so slowly that you can't really see it
1: mm-hmm yeah,
2: because it happens over a week. Like something grows, you can't watch it. Grow. I used to
1: watch really closely on the clock at school because obviously, that's more interesting. We're not listening. We're not listening. If you uh, think we're I listening, watched, you're wrong. And see if I can watch the minute hand move. Yeah, and once in a while I could catch it. Yeah, it, but I don't know what that says about my study habits. But it's well, not positive. it's not good.
2: I mean, it but yes, reflects, I would say the it clock. Accurately.
1: The clock and sort of just the conception of time uh, that's fundamentally a, changed the way that we interacted in, ever.
2: That's a pretty. That's a pretty big one. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think that that's the biggest one, but it's kind of the most. The fun- clock it's, itself. No. No.
1: The conception of time. I would say. Sort of? It's kind of a... It's it's sort of a self-evident. You're sort of just living in it. Exactly.
2: So we can't... It's not like we can control time. Yeah. So we just basically discovered a way to measure what's already going on. So it's not... So, yeah, I think you're right. Okay. It's a a fundamental one, but it's not the most important one.
1: Yes. Yeah. All right. What about the internet?
2: The internet is a fucking huge Now,
1: that is is a nearly fundamental one because... That is a fundamental... That is the ability to... Converse or transfer knowledge from any point in the world to anybody at any other point in the world. I don't
2: think it's a fundamental one because we theoretically could go back to a time without it. Good call. But it is yeah. like one fundamental of the was most, the wrong word. Yeah, right. yeah, but it's the, it's one of the most just like shaped significant significant. It just shook the pot up instantly. Like literally within three years, it was like T nine like, mm. fucking instant everything. Three yeah. years. It was like, what the fuck just happened? And we didn't even notice. Like, everything was just so cool that we were just, like, could do all this new shit, and now we're fucking stuck in it like quicksand.
1: We never stopped to ask if we should. We you know, we, know, we only asked if, asked if we could. could. We never stopped to ask if we should. Yeah,
2: and it's like... Fuck.
1: And arguably, I mean, part of it, yes, we should have. We should have. There's like, so many parts about the internet that have been super beneficial. But the problem is...
2: Everyone is so now idealistic, like, everything should just be perfect overnight.
1: It's a real problem, and, like, it allows you to craft your own reality, and people already have their own reality, and then to be able to craft your own reality... And to
2: find other people that only back, like, to, yeah. the group of people that only back one one idea or whatever, and, like, it's like... Like,
1: before the clown rapists were just, like, how do you find another clown rapist? You just walk around as your own, sort of, in your own town or whatever, yeah. wherever your hotspot is. But, like, now... You could just get online and, hey, I'm where a are the other clown, clown rapists?
2: I'm a big clown rapist. Is there any other clown rapists out there? And they all are like, yeah, I'm fucking right here, dude. Exactly. let fucking go to a circus and
1: rape. Rape.
2: Now we have serial clown <laughs> rapes going on. And that's not a problem anyone expected in 2018.
1: No, but that's what the internet gives but you. That's what the internet the gives you. Serial clown rapists. Chasing people around with knives. You remember when that it happened does, in 2016? Yeah, that was weird. That was weird.
2: It does also, though, like, give us enlightenment to how bad it is other places. But it doesn't affect change in those places. We just now know that it's bad, and a lot of people want to help. And it's not that the other people don't want to help, but it's like, what can we do? I have my own shit to worry about. I can't worry about everything. And now you're forced to because everyone knows that you have the ability to know everything. Yeah. But I I don't care. It's, it's
1: more than humans really were designed for. <laughs> to yeah, take I'm,
2: it's not my job to make sure every human in the world is taking care of itself. It's my job to take care of it's me your, and my tribe. Life is tough, man.
1: Yeah. Life is tough no matter who you are. Yeah. Like, studies have even shown that people who are particularly rich actually have poor mental health well, than those who live in general poverty.
2: They don't have the struggle. They don't have, like, the reason to get up every day. Because well, there's something we said about having thing. nothing in struggle. When you
1: have an external issue, your personal... And, like, that that's not to diminish the suffering, but, no, like, yeah. when you have an external issue, your personal issues take a back seat, and then you are sort of focus on this, and then you can generally be happy as long as you're sort of moving in the right direction. But when you don't have an external thing... Like, Everything is put inward. It goes inward. The mind is always looking for what's wrong. To see what it can fix. Yeah. And uh, that's why they had that just... Uh, sort of this... The snake in the Garden of Eden metaphor is sort of no matter how perfect you make anything, a snake will get in. Yeah. Like, you can get rid of every... Foreigner down to neighbor down to family down to friends down to just yourself and then you're stuck with yourself and all of a sudden you've got negative shit coming up yeah because no matter what you do the snakes get in you can you there's no way to make anything perfect
2: yeah well and and it's not even like it's not like it's not like I want to say like fuck those people I don't, I care about them but I barely have enough money. To get by... Like, if I had no responsibilities over here, I would go help them. But I can't... Like, you can't just leave everything to go help over there if you don't have... It, like, a way to provide help.
1: I think it's your job to live as best you can and give back when you can. When
2: you can. If you can. And if make you an effort. Me- and make yeah. an
1: effort. But, like...
2: if you You're no the-
1: good if you don't also... Do what needs... To, like, you've got to take care of yourself, too.
2: Yeah. Yeah, give back winning. Be
1: Be thankful and be incredibly grateful that you were born on third by being born in America. Yeah, period. in general,
2: just in general. Like, America, be thankful yeah. for
1: that and recognize it, but also realize... That doesn't really make... Like, life is still fucking rough no matter where you are, and you got to... You can't... There's a tendency for that stuff to bring us down because we feel like we're not doing enough. Yeah, but yeah. we're doing... If you make an effort, you're doing enough. You're doing The effort you and, internet. like, getting out there, that's what matters.
2: Yeah. The internet just, like... Because otherwise it's just like a internet, it's an endless ceiling. Like, the internet brought light to that, but the, that inter- full? the internet also brought, like, just guilt and shame and trolling. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, the
1: internet... A lot of negativity.
2: Yeah, like, everyone can... You can communicate with anyone at, at the drop of a dime. Like, whenever you want. FaceTime, Facebook, mes- instant message, anything. But you can also hide behind a keyboard and say whatever the fuck you want and suffer no repercussions.
1: But the problem is we gotta keep it that way. Because once we start centering, censoring the internet. Yeah. And so, like, we had. That, but that's the problem is the internet has allowed what normal human interaction, like human interaction, when you see somebody, you won't talk shit because of a myriad of reasons.
2: Like, how many people talk shit to. Like, someone like Brock Lesnar online. Yeah. If they were in front of Brock Lesnar, you'd think they're
1: talking shit. Exactly.
2: No, because he will fucking eat them. (laughs) He will fucking break them in half... And then fucking You're eat dunk them, him and then he will go win a fucking UFC fight. Yeah, Full that protein. That, that guy dude. is not the same as us. No, that guy is a fucking monster. Freak, man. You do not talk shit to him in person. You talk shit to him from behind your keyboard. Well, he'll never see you, and he'll never find you, and you don't ever have to take responsibility for what you do or say.
1: And then the same principle applies to everybody across all spectrums. Every artist who's out there trying to push shit out and then there's somebody out there hating it but they're not putting anything out they're not putting like Lady Gaga Justin Bieber I don't (laughs) care they might be bad examples but even like putting out the most I I believe Lady Gaga actually does put out her version of art
2: I do like I think
1: she's pretty talented yeah Justin Bieber I haven't listened to enough of the kids stuff the point is there's haters for people out there like laying their hearts on On the line line. yeah like there's a reason to
2: hate like Luke Bryan because like we heard what Luke Bryan was yeah and we hear what he is now and he's Sold out He's there. obviously not doing But he's
1: also th- providing A lot of jobs
2: Yeah but he's not doing What
1: He's not being true to he's himself He's not being true to himself Which I do really disagree with I yeah. think you really need to be True to yourself You have to be Because
2: possible. the number one thing Is to take care of yourself
1: Yeah So Yeah the internet really Has taught us all A lot about the, ourselves And it's been around you know, For but, no amount of time In the time span Of earth the internet yeah. has been around for no, no amount man. of time, yeah. and think about how much has already changed. No we, yeah, amount we of time. We haven't talked
2: enough. We haven't talked. There was not the internet when you and I were it.
1: born, and you and I yeah. are young people.
2: Yeah, there were young, like, relatively oh, people. Yeah, I mean we're young. We're in our.
1: Everybody in my office says that I'm young.
2: Every dude that being twenty five is weird because your family thinks that you should have everything <laughs> figured out, but everyone else that you talk to talks to you like you're so young. like you have so much time to figure everything out I think
1: that's just a family's job
2: and it's like I just I don't get it am I supposed to have everything figured out because I don't I don't want to they don't have anything figured out though either I know
1: they say it to you because they want you to figure out more than they figured it out out. tell me however sometimes they get negative on the methods that you choose to figure it out
2: yeah drugs
1: But, but that's look People will hate on your methods of figuring out what you need to figure out in your life, and in my opinion, if you feel compelled to something, something in your gut is telling you to do it.
2: And if it if it feels if it doesn't feel wrong, then you're probably fine.
1: Dude, well. That's not true. Well, that's partially true. It's true for me. I would but guess. this well, it's not though because it's, it's going to come up with eat the dirt. Oh, Okay. Like oh, oh, you can, you can think though, but a quick. Pr- to foreshadow. Whew! Also, uh, just because something feels good doesn't mean it is good. Yeah. You can't... That's not a premise you can build any sort of house on. Yeah. That's a, That's some sand. That's a sand statement. Yeah. Because, like... I get that. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, pictures.
2: <sighs> Once people can, like, take pictures... Well, that's the. Like, in the old days, you could take pictures, but nobody was smiling because it took so they
1: took goddamn long. They're surprisingly clear, though.
2: Yeah. Like, a lot of those. They're, yeah, but, like, you could take a fucking picture. Like, that wasn't that long ago. No. 1900s?
1: Maybe. The first picture? Yeah. First picture was, like, 1864. Late 1800s? 1874. Right. I can get behind that. It's I, earlier than you think. I can
2: get behind that. But, yeah, dude, that's, like, no one a... <coughs> you could capture a moment. On something that will live for eternity. Yeah. Theoretically. Like that's insane. That that could never have been done before. You could take a
1: No, everything that really ever existed.
2: Had been forgotten.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean they had drawings, but that's not What does a drawing represent? Exactly.
1: Like we think we know
2: We can you can interpret that over the years so many fucking we ways. We think
1: we know anything. Every last one of us doesn't know fucking dick! No, we
2: think we know, like we we know a
1: couple things, but we know a couple things about the things that we've been intrigued about to learn about. Everything else is the things that we aren't interested in. Guess how much stuff that is. Everything. That's everything else to learn. (laughs) That's everything. We don't know a fucking thing. And every new thing that you learn teaches you what you didn't know. And so think about what we don't know based on that premise alone. The
2: smartest person doesn't know way fucking more than he's ever going to know. No. He doesn't know anything.
1: No. Compared to... Because... And often the smarter minds tend to fight themselves... Yeah. And don't even learn as much as like they That's could because might, like us. Yeah.
2: Like we're right in the butter zone. In the butter and zone. We're just dumb enough to know Hey-o. to think that we know shit. But we're smart enough to know that we're pretty dumb. Agreed. Right there in the butter zone.
1: Curious but dumb. <laughs>
2: That's
1: what my next <laughs> album's gonna be called. Uh, recording. Yeah. That's well, a big one.
2: Recording just like anything in general isn't like, once you start recording.
1: So podcasts have changed a lot.
2: Yeah, 100%. That You just are putting all your thoughts and emotions into the fucking ether. And it just lives there forever
1: somehow. But it connects with people. It, yeah, oh yeah. But that's what's, that's what's so interesting is, and like Jordan Peterson points this out, Dave Rubin points this out. People are tuning in to hear two, three-hour conversations on truth. Yeah. On fucking uh, ancient uh, uh, symbolism, shit like that. Yeah. People are actually hungry for that information,
2: and if they don't have to read it, that's all the better. If you can bring in the we've been stuff, an
1: oral we've been an oral society as a human society much longer than we've been reading. Yeah, we have always been storytellers. Yeah. that's one of the most basic, fundamental things about human nature. If you, can get, has, if you nature. can
2: get someone that you believe has read the information and translated the facts correctly, and you can, like Joe Rogan, like obviously he doesn't agree with everyone. That well, he, he doesn't, has doesn't on. have
1: facts; he's all about he's asking not, questions.
2: Exactly, but and he doesn't agree with everyone he has on. Yeah. But he has on intelligent people that have put in the time and the work so they have a valid opinion on it. And he asks them questions and he like they give him answers and he takes it or leaves it. But at least it's someone like we don't have to do all that education, all yeah. the reading and all the Well, that's why
1: you read books. And the the term that people always say is like why would you reinvent the wheel? All of these people have done it for you. Just read their work or yeah. listen to their work. Yeah. You don't like To be ignorant is to just miss out on all the free advice that you could get. Yeah, like
2: why start on first when you could start at third? Yeah. Because these people have got you there. Unless you disagree, like, but from the core of what they thought, then that makes sense. But I don't read their book because then you learn. Yeah, but I don't think most people do disagree with people on their core of things. It's like why not just start where where you're already at? Yeah. Like the fucking Egypt people. The Joe Rogan, Egypt... The guy that was an expert on Egypt. The fucking Sphinx. John Anthony West? Something. It was a three-namer. It was definitely a three-namer. But he went and looked at the Sphinx, the Great Sphinx, and he said that the Great Sphinx was made in 10,000 B.C., which was... It's before Christ. Well... before correct. Which was well before the pyramids were built, and it was around the time of the last Ice Age. And he said that because looking at the Sphinx... He can see, like geological rain, like uh, damage, like rain, whatever. What's that called? Like they've carved lines in the stone. Yeah, like it just says it's been wear and tear from rain, not the same head- way
1: water runs through anything eventually. Yeah,
2: yeah, and he said that the head has been replaced, which is a
1: metaphor for persistence, ladies and gentlemen.
2: And he said that the head has been replaced multiple times because there's significantly more wear and tear damage on the base than there is the head. So, like, but people refuse to admit that they're wrong on that because they've already written textbooks and stuff. But it's like, why do you refuse to admit you're wrong on something that you're guessing about that was 3,000 years ago or however long it was? Like, you you can't admit that maybe you were wrong on a guess of something that you have no idea about?
1: I know. I used. To if you
2: th- find a little bit more convincing evidence, are you seriously that stubborn that you can't admit that you were wrong on something that happened that fucking long ago?
1: Well, that's... Like, I used to be, <clears throat> when it came to, like, I would watch, like, you know, atheist videos or these sort of science videos or whatever. And I would always, sort of, my argument was, scientists love being wrong because it means they've learned something. I was so that's stupid so to wrong, think dude. that. Yeah, they love like, being Like, right. that's, that's, it's partially true The better scientists... But yeah, a majority of them, because let's face it, a majority of Dude, any group is shitheads. Shit a majority of any group is shitheads, and there's a couple real elite. It's called the Belkers. That goes for the science community, it goes for the music community, it goes for the political community. It goes, it goes for every community. There's yeah. always a higher. There's always a couple winners. It's a Pareto distribution. There's always a couple winners at the top and a whole bunch of losers. And those losers know they're losers. Oh, yeah. Because they're smart. They're scientists. They made it that far. They're smart enough to know but. that they don't know anything... But, but, but they get a book they, published, yeah. So they just and so they get an ego,
2: yeah. So they want that. They want that to be right because if that's wrong, then everything they did was a waste. It's like yeah. no, it isn't.
1: Other people tell them they're right, and then they go, "Hey, f- hot damn, maybe I am right." Yeah,
2: and it's like, ah, oh, go just fuck yourself.
1: So, I don't know where that started. Recording, but yeah, so recording changed some stuff. Um. <sighs> uh. That's psychedelics.
2: Oh, psychedelics.
1: So, Kevin, I don't know if you know this, but psychs is actually a shortened hip word for psychedelics. I don't know if you're I'm not, up on your terminology. No, I'm not hip with
2: the lingo. No, psychedelics.
1: You used to probably ask it for doobies. Hey, man. Do, hey, man. You can you I get a doobie, doobie full of some grass?
2: You got any of that marijuana?
1: That, that you marijuana, marijuana? marijuana? You already
2: married marijuana?
1: A little Mary Jane? You okay. got any pot? You got any pot? Hey man, hey man, <laughs> you got any pot?
2: I'm looking to score some pot, like ten dollars for the pot. Can I get some pot? Hey, can I get some pot? But what do uh, you want narc? No, psychedelics uh, had to have changed. I mean, oh. think about well, they obviously
1: have because the '60s. I was just gonna say, think ideas. about just
2: the '60s where they were like pushing them on people, thinking that they could use them for one thing. Turns out they were the exact opposite, and then they're like, "Whoa, fuck, rein this back in." But it's like, no, a cat's out of the back now.
1: That's the problem with psychedelics is they... Once you have them the first couple times, like, it really feels like the ultimate answer. Yeah. And so you spread it with everybody. But the longer you, A, do them, and, B, just sort of live, you realize that, like, they are the answer in that, like, this all continues and you just need to get out there and fucking do yeah, something. Yeah,
2: but they're not the answer. They're answer.
1: not the answer. But, but they, they have potential answers that could change your life
2: and they, they
1: themselves are not the answer yeah but yeah. they contain profound answers they
2: can get you into that weird spot of your head where you can't find the answers
1: hundred percent you can
2: tap into that that spot
1: the way that But I, you
2: can't just take it with no aim and yes get you need answers. to set
1: intentions when yeah. you do when you do psychedelics it's worth your time to set intention before you go into the trip yeah my opinion on the way that i see psychedelics is not that it's the answer, but it what it does is taps you into the realest part about you, the one that actually knows the yeah. answers, yeah, and can tell you, like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like that's why shrooms are good for like helping people quit smoking, yeah, because if you set that intention before you do it, shrooms will go, What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like, stop, like, look how bad this is for you, like, it's just well, and it could just go like. Uh, how about this? Just isn't you anymore. How about you just make the decision right now? Hey, I'm not a smoker anymore. Yeah. And then it just manifests itself because it helps you tap in to that that part of you that is the most distinct. And guys like Sam Harris, who I appreciate, but famous atheist, but he believes in determinism, which is essentially. You are a product of your experiences yeah, and just neurons firing own, you in your brain. You don't make
2: your own choices. It's all predetermined based on where you've been.
1: But I don't think so. I, I don't think, think that so they're at all. really because what makes you you?
2: Because then how do you break a habit? Yeah. If that's what, all you are, how do it's you? It's too computer. A habit? His
1: his thing's too computerized, and humans yeah. are human for a human reason. Yeah,
2: There's and so something else ticking in
1: there. And so I think shrooms, acid, good psychedelics, when taken correctly in the right set and setting. Put, put you yeah. in contact with the thing that is in you the whole time but you've never been able to talk to before. Yeah. And I think that's...
2: Dude, there's always like a... will finally f- be able
1: to test on it though.
2: There's always a first, there's always a first little bit of a trip where you don't really talk to anyone when you're coming up where it's just kind of too intense really. Yeah, Like you talk a little bit but then you just kind of get sucked back into your own thing and that's like a fun little...
1: What's well, a shedding? Yeah, it's a shedding of the person who was exactly. there Exactly, and
2: then you come back with all your friends, and you're like, "Oh fuck yeah!" Like this is where I want to be. It's that roller coaster deal, the, man. Yeah, and then and then that's when, like, for me, so I fucking trip my balls off, and like I kind of don't need to talk to anyone. I kind of want to be in my own space. And then once I start like, like getting to the, like I want to talk to everyone. That's when the waves start coming. Yeah. And you just get the fucking the fucking laugh riots. And, like, at the beginning, dude, they're just, like, every 30 seconds, they're just, like, oh, they're just rapid fire. And then you start to notice that, like, you, you like, think, like, oh, I can handle this. I, I don't care if a family comes down right now. I can handle this. Then something happens, and you're, like, oh, I'm way fucking up there again. Yeah. It's such a fucking fun ride. Yeah. Imagine finding that on accident.
1: I know. Imagine discovering. Stumbling upon that. Yeah. Well, again, you Ooh. know about April 19th. No. It Bicycle Day. That's when Albert Hoffman discovered LSD and rode home on His acid without realizing it. All right. Um, there's a musician. Without, Did you hear the musician on Theo Vaughn's podcast? I Who took 700 hits of, hits of acid?
2: In a row or at once? When he
1: was 15. At once? At once. Well, okay. So, allegedly, that was the equivalent of about 700 hits. But that's what he says. He says he's tripped for 10 days. Now, I don't know how much of that's true. But it's fun to listen to. It's Stevie Starlight. It's the Theo Vaughn Podcast.
2: I mean, does it sound legit?
1: It's fun to listen to. They also like Ross, the some music submissions. It's a good podcast. I listen to it.
2: But uh, does it sound legit, though? Like He makes it sound good? legit, yeah. Yeah, okay. He says
1: it was very life-changing. And I mean, then I guess... Waking I can... up, still tripping, which I actually... I felt that when we took some of... It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Uh,
2: so. I mean, I, yeah, I can believe it.
1: Psychedelics... They potentially... Stoned ape theory.
2: Stoned ape theory. That's a fun one that a lot of people don't give a lot of credit to. Like, a lot of makes sense, it makes some sense, though. Yeah, but, like, the idea of it is sound. Like, if you take a psychedelic... It does
1: expand your mind. It
2: definitely expands your mind. And if
1: a mind. monkey took it... It, it could would definitely expand Enough times, it could theoretically expand your mind to where maybe consciousness appeared. Maybe it didn't...
2: Maybe it doesn't make us... Maybe it doesn't take us from monkeys to, to apes or to humans... Like when they first came down to the to the flatlands, mm-hmm. but maybe it brought us from cavemen to, to like Nate like tribal people. Maybe it like
1: could be. I mean, like. Well, I mean that that like is almost later, certainly true. Like later on, that in is almost life, guaranteed. Think about true. it: you
2: find some mushrooms and you see another person that looks like you, and you have them eat it, and you eat it. together. A lot of them had to die though eating oh, shitty yeah. mushrooms. Oh yeah. There's
1: a lot more that are good or that are bad. Matter that are you good.
2: That will literally kill you.
1: But yeah, I mean that's a good point. It probably was more like the cavemen into you know. It's probably stuff. once
2: we were a little bit more evolved.
1: I think that's true. That could be I'm true. I'm sure. Yeah. But again, where does consciousness come in at that point? Consciousness doesn't just appear as a part of evolution. As far as I could like, that doesn't make sense. No. Evolution doesn't produce consciousness. Consciousness like exists independent. Like consciousness is. Yeah. Consciousness, like, but, when but, God, when, like in the Christian Bible, say, when God says, I am, I am the great I am, so is consciousness. And that's why I think that they're closer than people think. Like consciousness is. There's no explaining the it, but it always a, has been and it just is. The problem is we, a, we
2: can't prove what else has consciousness.
1: That's true. We
2: can't prove that. But I think the theory is everything has, has, has a consciousness.
1: I think that's the theory too. I think we all run on a consciousness but ours is some sort of higher consciousness yeah it's
2: just like more more aware like
1: but that's what i think makes humans more than animals we're animals but we're more than animals because i
2: don't think we're we're more than
1: animals i think we are
2: i don't think we are i think we just are the only because because like whales and dolphins and stuff they have languages they have pods they have families they have other shit they just don't have houses, but they yeah. don't need a house because they live in the fucking ocean. But what makes them different than us? They don't have technology, but they don't need technology. The
1: fact that they don't operate on a right and wrong basis.
2: How do you know that? They have a, their own language.
1: I mean, that's true. They they could have their own right and wrong. They could
2: have their own everything.
1: I, I mean, that part's true, but... Uh, but, I mean, like we know that we've tried to release Keiko. I'll, I'll tell you this. Their existence with consciousness hasn't changed any part of the world. No, Human that existence is true. That is true. has changed, fundamentally has changed the world. That's, yeah. For uh, better or for worse, we have fundamentally, fundamentally changed. changed it in a way that we have we gone have to the moon. We
2: have yeah.
1: And, yeah, I mean, granted, it's not based on and we've also went to Mars.
2: Like, we've changed the universe.
1: Yeah. We've put we, we put... Jurassic dolphins weren't here... Theoretically, if, if this particular theory is true, hum, uh, dolphins weren't here, weren't put here to change the world. But the gods or God or, or whatever, whatever nature, put humans nature, here so what, you want. to co-create with God or to co-create with whatever or yeah. to build upon or to experience something that the gods couldn't experience themselves, I don't know. That, yeah. But I think that there is something about a human that is above every it's other animal. Little, it doesn't make us not animals, but it's just But we just do a have, little, an, we have yeah. that spark.
2: We're just a little bit more sophisticated, like obviously.
1: We have something that I think makes us different though. I don't think it's just that we're smarter or we're a little farther along. I think we have something that makes us different. Yeah, we have, I could we, be wrong. No,
2: we definitely have something that makes us different. I don't know necessarily that we're smarter, but we definitely have something that makes us different. We have something that makes us want to possess. Yeah, I mean possess- smarter is a
1: weird. not a really We a have metric. something that makes
2: us want to possess Things that are not of necessity to live. Like, we want extra things.
1: Human's capacity generally is towards evil, and we choose to be good, and that part is fascinating. Yeah. Dolphins don't choose to be good as far as we can tell. That's true. Dolphins are dolphins. Yeah. And every dolphin acts like a dolphin. Yeah. But every human is insanely different if you really dig in a little bit. Yeah. And because we know what... Because we know what hurts us, we then know how we can hurt other Others, people, so we and then by it. choosing, well, sometimes we do it, yeah. but those who choose not to do it in spite of everything that tells them to do it, that makes, that makes humans something transcendent that yeah. uh, I think all other animals lack.
2: And uh, It's just insane like to think of the, the progress that humans have made. Yeah. In such a short
1: amount of time. The plane was invented in what, 1903? Yeah. And we went to the moon in 69? 69. We dropped the first bombs on Hiroshima in less than 50 years. Ridiculous. It's Ridiculous.
2: Like insane how fast this all happened.
1: And so psychedelics probably. It had to have led to yeah. something. I mean, that's a big. They, okay. For sure they changed the world a lot. When and where and how much? No way to tell. But that's a big one.
2: But yeah, it's All a big right. one even if you just look at the 60s. So Here's the next it's one. A big
1: one The weapon.
2: The weapon, now that's.
1: <sighs> I mean, the weapon was, since the beginning of time, a it, rock. Yeah, is a,
2: weapon. a rock is a weapon. But humans don't have a defense mechanism. We don't really. have that strong of a jaw. We don't have that strong of a We're punch. very breakable. We, yeah, we're very fragile. We don't have, like, a low center of gravity. We're very up and down. We aren't very fast. Particularly,
1: no. But we can traverse.
2: We can traverse some ground, and we're, we're
1: one of the most adaptive animals and, by far. Yeah,
2: hundred percent. Yeah, like we're we're a resilient bunch. But without weapons, we're not. We don't stand a chance. We're of nowhere near many the top things. of the food chain.
1: No, train. not even close. You're gonna walk out to a lion and just kick its ass?
2: Yeah. So <laughs> like you. the weapon, like like the first probably real good weapon was probably you take a sharp rock and tie it to a stick, you make a spear. Yeah. And then... I would imagine the next thing is...
1: Or like just a, a sharpened stick. Oh, yeah. Probably.
2: Yeah. And then... You have to go to battle with with a fucking spear. I mean, just a sharp stick. Yeah. And, like, I hope you win. Just
1: doing your best. <laughs> While
2: you live in a fucking cave. Like, what? <laughs> like, humans... Where did they... Did they make shelter... Like, was the first... Did the first humans... They came from Africa. Mm-hmm. Are there a lot of caves in Africa? Or yeah. were they... Or did they make shelters? Like, how was... The, what, what? Africa's
1: what, not just a straight desert.
2: I know, but like, what were the first primitive, Amer- like, humans doing living in caves, obviously? You about to say Americans? Yeah. I was about to say Americans. But I kind of corrected myself. Roger that. The, obviously, they live in caves because it's like a homemade structure. Mm-hmm. But how long until they made... A teepee or a mud hut or a lean-to? Like, how long until they made a
1: That's home? a good question.
2: That could have been a fucking insane amount of time. Well, it mean, also could have been very... You have to creepy. make it
1: eventually, otherwise you die. Yeah. I mean, they probably figured it out pretty quick.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there were times where they were caught out at night and they just made a quick shelter. Yeah. And like that worked, so they. Well, I mean, it. what they
1: probably did was, you know, hiding under rocks and hiding under big root systems, under trees and shit. Yeah. And then realizing, hey, why don't we just manufacture this out of the materials around us? Yeah. But uh, that
2: could have been a fuck long. That could have been a fuck long time. We us just living in caves.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's true. Like,
2: like, like, how how nailed down is early human. Obviously, I think there's a
1: bigger, a much bigger gap though between caves and shelters than shelters and fire. I think there's a much bigger gap.
2: But well, be, well, before we can make fire, yeah, I agree with that probably.
1: No, I think fire existed.
2: Yeah, because obviously, if there's a lightning storm, <laughs> yeah. you, you can get it on fire, but you can't make it. I don't
1: think humans invented fire.
2: No, they discovered fire. Yes. But they had to invent a way to make fire. On but that's the main. thing is
1: we think that we invent things when in reality we discover almost
2: everything. everything. Almost everything. We like, discover it. But how... But and that's but what have, makes me go, why are we make, so
1: sure? Because we're going to s- discover more things. You do things.
2: have to invent like the stick with the rope and the... rubbing it together. You have to invent a way to make fire. That's true. But but the, what, the idea of fire... There's no way we invented the idea of fire. Obviously, like... But we just... You're crazy, fire. man. Fire... And tried to keep it going as long as we could Yeah But how long do you think How long do you think from fire to cooked meat How long do you think that took Cause why in the fuck would you cook meat Yeah If you If 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 everyone that you know Has just ate raw meat Why would you ever be the first one to put it on a fire Savages
1: That's a good question
2: Like I like my steaks well done (laughs) Fucking faggot
1: Save the neck for me, Clark.
2: Yeah,
1: (laughs) and yeah, and then now we have weapons.
2: Now we have like a fucking machine guns that shoot like fucking other machine guns. Like a turret that just shoots like fucking (laughs) a thousand rounds a fucking goddamn second.
1: ICBMs.
2: Uh, We have we have drones that we don't even have to fly. Anti
1: meteorite missiles.
2: Yeah, we have drones that we don't even have to fly, dude. Yeah. They just fly over with a computer and drop a bomb, and then it's which like... Which makes
1: it much easier to kill people, which makes it kind of dangerous.
2: Yeah, and it makes you not give a fuck because you're not putting anyone at risk.
1: You basically could feel like you're in a video game. Yeah, you I certainly ooh, would.
2: bombing fake
1: people.
2: Oh, all those Look, people are fucking dead now, you I'll tell d- you this.
1: If I had the chance to just drop a bomb on some bad dudes fucking every day of the week... But, I would absolutely take the lives of some bad dudes.
2: But what if you can't guarantee they're all bad dudes? What if some of them were just moms and
1: kids? Yeah, I would have a different situation. Yeah, that
2: sucks. But let's not talk about that, because that's depressing.
1: Alright, what about music? I would have liked to... <laughs> music is another thing that we just discovered. I think music is actually a universal language that we've only figured out how to harness. you do you think? 100%. I think... 100%, because the world has a sound to it. I would imagine... There's a general...
2: Birds. Birds.
1: Everything has a song.
2: Birds sing, cats purr, dogs bark.
1: Like, you think that we invented the 4-4 beat that, like, hits you right in the chest? And, and, like, like, humans just, every human responds to it? No, it's something that's deep in our DNA that existed way before humans came along.
2: You take a stick.
1: It's a long universal music symphony.
2: You take a stick, you hit a fucking rock, that makes a noise. Yep. That is music. That like if you if you took two sticks and hit two rocks a couple times in a rhythm, you're making music and that's nature. So
1: What we'll put? Music is <laughs> nature. Nature is music. No, I mean I uh there's something about music that can bring every single there's person no together. Way. They don't have to speak the same language. There's but certain chord changes elicit certain reactions, certain chord, certain keys make you feel a certain way, and you can actually harness the sound of those keys to produce a feeling in the audience. I mean, that's universal. And even you don't
2: understand like, the words, you can still appreciate good music. Yeah. Like, if it's, like... Uh, but what I'm saying is
1: there's, a, like, the minor key doesn't sound sad because we've played it in a sad way. Oh yeah. The yeah. minor key is sad because of the way it makes every single Person. human feel. Yeah. So yeah. it is not an invention. Yeah. It is a hundred percent a universal truth. I
2: never thought about it that way.
1: No, hundred percent. About... That's why happy songs sound. It sound happy. happy it's because you play happy notes. It's not because of the words or anything. It's not because of the way you've been brought up. A happy song with a happy beat makes you feel a certain way because it's it, it's it's eternal
2: I've never even, Music
1: is eternal
2: I've never even thought about it that way
1: Music and art in general Is the way to bring What the gods want to share with us On earth If
2: you found another
1: Where if, else can you create something out of nothing If you found other another than
2: alien race Nowhere. Do you think they're not going to have instruments of their own kind
1: They very well could
2: They absolutely will They absolutely will because every tribe, every every ancient tribe, every ancient civilization has its own kind of music for a reason. Yeah. Because everyone Everybody- discovered a way to make music and they were like, oh, this is... Because it
1: makes them feel yeah. something.
2: Yeah. Like, everyone has their own music. Yeah. Everyone. Some tribes... Joe Rogan talks about tribes that didn't have access to psychedelics. And he said that they would make, like, insane beats that they would do that would kind of make them, like, kind of trip. They would oh, have like uh, a ceremonial like thing.
1: Osqueros.
2: I don't fucking know. I have no what idea what it? the name. I'm not. I don't know the name of it.
1: Something like that. Ascetos. Ascetos. Something like that. But yeah. So, so but everyone. Th- from but think about time. this. Nowhere else is this possible. Art, music, it's the only way to create something out of nothing to pull something from the heavens yeah. that never existed and create it into something self-sustaining. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Like that's what that is because I if it's not that, what is it? Neurons firing and life experience doesn't create music and it doesn't create a reaction to music. There's something about music that I think is possibly the most transcendent thing that we
2: well, I have.
1: Mean, think, I really think that.
2: Think about a guitar. Name
1: something else that's more transcendent than music. I can't think of one. Think about
2: really a guitar. Can't. Like, somebody built, I mean, obviously the first guitar was not an acoustic nice guitar, no. but at some point first somebody thing was a started something that you just strum a string and it makes like a long like a long noise, but what is it? A note. Like yeah, it makes a note. Basically, it a just makes a no- note. A sustained note. If a you sustain- let it rain. yeah, a sustained note that you can't make anywhere else. So you start playing that, and then you move your you finger. You
1: stack what you could stack a fourth on top yeah, of that, you, and all it, of a sudden you got a, like a chord. You move
2: your finger, and it it makes a slightly different note. Mm-hmm. Then you move your finger, and like in and the first thing you're doing is just playing a song. Yeah, it's not a good song. But the first thing you're doing is making something that didn't exist before you just made that fucking thing. Yeah. And then you make a guitar like that, and you've never heard anything like that before, but you just made a six-string acoustic guitar that you can do an insane amount of shit with.
1: An insane amount of shit. An
2: insane amount of shit that no one has ever seen before. Yeah. And then you can make almost the exact same thing but put four strings on it and make it a little bit deeper and it's a fucking bass. Too low. And it you got a makes and a completely different amount of unlimited noises. Yeah. It's in- music is insane.
1: I I think it's as close as we can get to actual otherworldly sort of heaven on earth. I think that's as close as we can get. I don't know if that makes sense. But like it expresses what words can't do. Yeah, it? like that's the one thing music does that nothing else can do. It can it can explain or make you feel something that words can never capture. Like, it can make you feel like an acid trip. There's a reason it can ma- a love song can make you feel in love and not just because of the words.
2: There's a reason silent films had music. Yeah, it's because even without the words, you can play the music. That,
1: that and ma- like, yeah. yeah that turns makes minor you and you sing. go, oh, something's going up here. Yeah, so, oh, something's, something's up. Something's
2: Uh-oh. up here. Jaws. They play the music. You know the boom, shark's boom, about boom, to boom. attack. Just because half Because it's steps. ominous. Because it's it's an ominous sound where you know something is about to fucking happen.
1: Yeah. Nobody was listening to that. Like, I love this beach song. No. Everybody went. Everyone was like, "Is this the, the Beach shit Is about. No. To
2: happen. They were like, "Shark, fucking shark, for sure." Yeah. Hundred percent shark.
1: So. I don't know which of those things has changed the world the most i'm gonna have to say music <sighs> decades are mostly decided by the music
2: i want to say internet because it's happened in the shortest amount of time of all those things interesting internet has only been around for let's say 10 years like a full-blown internet that's true and it has changed a lot of shit
1: all right let's argue each other's points Quickly, we're getting the light, but we'll, well, we'll argue God, each right. point shortly.
2: Music has been around forever, and it hasn't changed the world that much.
1: I don't think you can say that definitively at all.
2: I can say that I don't think it's changed the world as much as the internet has, because I now know somebody from a different part of the world rather than music.
1: My argument is the internet just revealed more about who we are. I don't think it changed us. I think it That's just revealed true. more about who we are in general, it changes in that, like, yeah, we're a little more anxiety-ridden, and everything's a little more shallow, and over the long term, it will change a lot, but I don't know where this world would be if we didn't have music. I mean, seriously. That is true. Think the about it. The world that, was say. going along Where would fine. this world be if we had no music? That's
2: true. The world was going along fine without internet.
1: 100%.
2: But I feel like, I feel like also, though, it's just started, and we...
1: It has just started, but I don't... I think we've hit... I, I think that there's going to be mitigating forces on it. Oh, I think we've already sooner. got
2: diminished returns already. Like, I think we... I, I think, don't want to say that we've
1: peaked, but I'm saying I think we hit a peak in terms of excess... I think excess the internet,
2: internet has peaked. It's like, like, it
1: jumped the shark already. It's like, holy yeah. shit. I don't think we need that inf- much
2: information. Yeah, I thought it was here to stay, but...
1: And I'll tell you this. Once the world does get destroyed in some sort of fashion where a big music, fast back music will always I already always,
2: made this point against the internet earlier. Yeah, music will mus- always be yeah, in the, here. the internet can go away. But music if you have an acoustic guitar, you can still fucking play music.
1: And not only that, with just an acoustic guitar you could cheer everybody up. Yeah, you could take everybody's emotions from one. You could take everybody's consciousness from one state to another with a well placed song. That's true. What happens when "Drift Away" comes on? Uh, give me the beat, boys, free my soul. I wanna get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. That's
2: what happens, because everyone sings along. So, all right, you might be you might be right on the music thing, but I'm gonna sleep on it and I'll get back to
1: you. I'll sleep so, on mine. Yeah. I'll sleep with anything at this point. Uh, <laughs> so, let us know. Uh, comment. I still miss Tweet us. <laughs> uh, let us know if you've got some ideas of maybe what changed the world, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we will talk to you on the other side for our story about our trip report.
2: Uh, just a heads up, you might want to get something to smoke ready. Yeah, you're going to
1: want to get high. we are going to be
2: lifted one. for this one. Can we get much higher? Can we get much higher?
1: So- Stick around.
2: Ta-da-da! Do you have a friend who recently decided to go sober? Well, we're here to help.
1: We bring addiction back. Yeah. Their mother addicts don't know how to act. We ain't here to get you back on track.
2: You're much more fun when you've been smoking crack. Our technique is cheap, easy, and effective. In fact, we have a 100% success rate.
0: Tripping balls, taking shrimps, and drinking alcohol. Just pick me up when I begin to fall. Cause nothing else has made me get this small.
2: The Good Time and Buds Intervention Program. Cause mama didn't raise no quitter.
1: Trip Report. Detroit Rock City.
2: Fucking Detroit, dude. The OG stomping ground of everything that is good about fucking tripping.
1: We finally made it back.
2: And not only did we make it back to Detroit, where we always go, but we made it back to our original spot. Like, The Rock.
1: The very original spot. The first place we all tripped together. The
2: Rock, where we first took shrooms together, and just like... it's
1: The first time we did it was June in 2015. And, uh, there we were in 2018.
2: 2018, having done it a lot more times... A lot of times. ...than you would think. Quite a bit of times. ...than I would think, at least. But holy shit, That spot seems like, when you're tripping there, the best spot in the entire goddamn world. Like, it is just
1: perfect. It is even when you're sober, dude. It is
2: even when you're sober. It is perfect, crystal clear, turquoise like pools of deep beautiful water. It is fucking perfect. Yeah. And it's got places to jump. It's ice cold, so like the second you get in you just like f- are freezing and the second you get out
1: it's 90 something degrees. It's beneath tall, tall mountains full of green, green, green trees. Green
2: trees. It's, it's just, got shallow and... Oh,
1: the sky is never bluer than over Detroit Lake. I've always said that.
2: With the deepness of the green trees and the brightness of the blue sky, it is never bluer than at Detroit Lake. It's pretty heavenly. that 100%. It's pretty heavenly. That spot is fucking perfect.
1: It is perfect, and that's why we had to get down there early. So, So we went camping, as we always do.
2: We left on Friday... Yep, Devin, Kevin, and I. And we wanted to camp. Yeah. So we left Friday pretty early. Ur- well, we golfed around, obviously. And left at, play around. Left at like three. <coughs> Got through at like six. Scoped out a campsite. Had to switch campsites halfway through setup because we found a better one.
1: We were basically set up. We were and basically I was in fact set talking up. Talking about how great it is to finally set up.
2: And then we had to move. But we sniped it from another couple or another. Kevin and I payment. went
1: to pick up a the camping payment. thing. Yeah, the payment form. Then we thing. saw the better camp spot right next to the payment thing. And we, so like, we basically ran back. Devin,
2: go told get Devin to spot. get his
1: ass on the road while we pack up. Devin got there as another guy's basically rushing there with his car and like gave a huge glare. When <laughs> gave him a fucking glare. Devin fucking
2: it. just started setting up his tent like, what dude? We're here. So mm. then we drove our shit over there. It took like two trips.
1: Yeah. Carried the tent by hand and then rode on the back. With all the fucking gear on the on the second trip,
2: yeah, that was good though. That was a clutch ass. Established line. plenty big. That we like to party at the uh,
1: oh, campsite. We of oh, course we went back to the, the fish hatchery, as we always do. It was totally worth it. It's always worth the it. The fish hatchery is great. It's my, favorite it's little, one of my favorite place. We even places did in the, the little. We even did the little walk. Mm-hmm.
2: The little walk around. See what you're looking at.
1: See what uh, you're looking
2: at. Minto Pass. Minto Pass. Yeah, Johnny Minto. Thing? Old Johnny yeah. Minto fucking blazing trails. That guy's a real trailblazer. Has been Ed Minto? That's John Minto. I think it was John Minto. But, yeah, we actually... We got to spend a whole day in Detroit. because yeah, just we, you, Devin, and I. Yeah, we went down basically a whole day early. Yeah. And, uh... we
1: well, just we, got drunk So we went down Friday night, and we
2: had Saturday until about 6.
1: We got hammered Friday night.
2: And we got hammered. We were like, look, we don't want to get hammered the day before we do acid, so let's get hammered tonight. Yeah. So me, you, and Devin got a hammered. Fucking... Smashed Hung out Had a killer time Obviously Natch. Woke up the next morning Made breakfast Did all the shit That we needed to do And then we were like Let's just go into Detroit And see what the town Has to offer yeah. See what the locals Are up to today going We went and they town. were Having a fucking street fair Yeah So we walked bunch around A bunch of
1: fucking people In town Walked around Ladies well,
2: First Before we, we Before we decided To go into town We went up To scope out a spot And we looked For some spots We found the two Original spots and not a lot of good other spots. So we went back, Hope just with the plan of going early to get one of those two spots. Yeah. That was our plan. So we went back to town and just like went down to the boat dock. Nick. We saw all those. The joint just ash on the ground, ladies and gentlemen. That is a weak move. But we went down to the boat dock and walked by all the boats. They were some fucking sick boats. One in particular. Yeah, big old wood. If you check duck. our Instagram, you'll see it. Yeah. But uh, that was a nice fucking boat. Or something. And then we went up to the fucking. We just went to like everywhere, basically everywhere in town where you could get weed or uh,
1: liquor. Liquor. We went or to
2: snacks. We went to the lunch to place to get beer. Then we went to the grocery store. To get some shit that we need. That's what I love
1: about camping, just constantly, where do we get more liquor? And then we went
2: back to the other bar to get a couple drinks and play some video lottery. Natch. We all made sure to take out cash so that we could pay for our rent at the campsite. Yep. Then the last stop we made in town was the dispensary, where we spent literally all of our money. Yeah. And then went back to the campsite.
1: At $4 shy, and the guy was just like, you're good. The
2: guy was like, you're good. He gave us a discount. Fuck yeah, bro. under the limit, dude. Detroit town dispensary, fucking top notch. Yeah, we couldn't bro, recommend it more. Couldn't recommend it Should more. look
1: into them maybe being a sponsor of the show. Absolutely. Maybe we'll give them a call. But
2: then we went back to our campsite with no cash because we had just been on the dispensary. We had nowhere to pay for camping again.
1: Yeah. But so we just kind of risked it
2: That night The other guy, guy showed up And they had uh, cash
1: That was of course Devin or that, was, that was Ian and uh, Harrison Ian and Harrison Fluff Wasn't coming until the next day Fluff. He had to give his girlfriend's parents a ride at, plus, To the plus, airport And to fuck well, Back it, from the airport It's bullshit
2: It's a bunch of bullshit But So they get there We cook up some fucking fat burgers for dinner Obviously We like to party nice. We know how to camp Bacon cheeseburgers With Fucking chips
1: Oh Oh Oh! 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 And then we had fucking Reese's, Reese's s'mores. smores, ladies and fucking gentlemen.
2: If you've never had a smore
1: with a Reese's, with Reese's instead cup, of
2: chocolate, go go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. It is because Flavortown, you're not living.
1: USA.
2: You put it next to the fire, melt it a little bit, then the marshmallow melts it even just Good a little bit more,
1: gravy. and then you
2: fucking eat that. You don't even know what's going on inside your mouth. It's complete
1: that. flavored sanity. I was drunk as shit. I was stoned, fucking, just feeling, just we fucking went barbecued
2: ham on those motherfuckers.
1: And I ate four plus an extra peanut butter cup. <coughs> I didn't give a fuck. I dude. didn't either. I went after. We were
2: on fucking vacation. Yeah. But that was all. That was all prelude, ladies and gentlemen. It is all prelude to the fucking. You're preparing for. We went. We all go to bed early, yep. get a nice good sleep, wake up, pass get some out. breakfast. yeah, we all pass the fuck out honestly. Out. And then the next day, we wake up at about eight thirty nine. Uh, so
1: we wanted to get we wanted to get to wherever we were going early. Early so we could because we knew it was going to be like ninety seven degrees. We, well, yeah, a we wanted to establish and positions. yeah we wanted but to but b early. it was going to be like ninety seven degrees and like just pro tip if you can call it that. You don't want to be on the come up when it's, it's fucking super burning hot. Out. You will really feel like that you're burning. That is a really unfun time.
2: You will it, yeah, you it, will literally feel like you're burning. It's
1: one of the most uncomfortable feelings cuz so, it makes you hot anyways.
2: So, you do that. We did that. We got out. We got out a little bit later than we were on, like 10:15 yeah. Checked out a couple spots. They were decent but not exactly a good we
1: feeling. Nothing. They just didn't have the
2: Didn't have that. Everyone just like immediately. Yes, this is the spot.
1: And we've always had that as a group. Anytime we've been looking for something, once we finally find the place that we think we're looking for, we all agree on it sort of immediately. Yeah. Like it's all just a general agreement. We nailed it. This. So
2: then we were just like, "Fuck it, we're gonna go up to the original spots, see if we can't find, you know, something." So we went up to the first spot we ever went to, and nobody was there. So we went down, and it's it's a pretty long beach, but one side of it is. Far better than the rest. Yeah. So we posted up on that side,
1: well, and because that's where the rock is, and blocked we, it up. That's our we've, rock. We talked about the rock before, and it, again, it'd been three years. we were back at the rock. We weren't gonna let anybody near it. It's like and, seeing an old friend.
2: Yeah, and so we cornered ourselves. Like we put all our chairs up in a row. We put. We were all on that it area. It was
1: Sunday, so we weren't sure. Maybe no one was coming but, down that yeah. day. And so we get down there, nobody's down there, and we go, fuck it, dude. Let's we get those fucking we sugar got cubes in, and we ate in them our immediately. mouths. Immediately. immediately.
2: Before we unpacked anything. We were anything, hungry. Immediately we ate sugar cubes.
1: Needed to eat that acid.
2: Which allegedly contained uh, allegedly. acid. Allegedly. But, so we do that, and now we're right, fixing right on the come up, baby. Now Woo! we're
1: right, right where we work our entire year to, to get, get this to, day. Is us camping. At Detroit. Finally, getting ready for trip. Allegedly. And right as, like, it's starting to get pretty, pretty intense.
2: The first family comes the down. The first
1: family comes down. And they're cool. They're awesome. They're the they best stay on neighbors the other side you could of possibly ask for. They stay
2: on the other side of the log. They don't fucking talk to us.
1: I didn't even they're know they were there most certainly of the time. Not they not wearing sat... any
2: fucking duck gear.
1: No. And they sat. will get to that
2: later. They sat, they sat
1: directly sat. behind the stump that made me think that nobody was there at all. Yeah. Yeah. It looks. Because huge. they were there, it they provided a beautiful buffer for the was rest high. of us. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They were like, "All right, while you're there, we're not going to talk to you. You're not going to talk to us. You can probably tell something's going on over here because it's a bunch of twenty-something-year-old dudes, shirtless, most of us fat, laying on rocks, <laughs> drinking water. Yeah. Like we obviously look like something's fucking up. We're barely talking. We look, I'm sure, just lethargic." I felt really territorial, honestly. I really did. Mostly with the next family that we'll get to, we'll yeah, get to that. We'll get to but that. I felt very territorial. Oh,
1: well about I mean that—that that that happens because, like, again, we like we're not there just on the weekend, casual ladi da doing that. Like, it's been a long time since we've been there, and like that rock specifically means a lot to the group. Yeah. That like.
2: It's our spirit animal.
1: It's, it's yeah. I mean like. Say what you want. But, like, it was important for us to, like, be able to be there and not have anybody fuck with us. And then right as... Okay. So, here's what I remember is... Oh, shit, dude. So, that the family come-up with Yeah, that we're family doing left. We
2: were fine with that family.
1: They left. I'm laying on the rock, and the shit's coming up, and the trees, it's all green above me, and they're, oh, like, fingers dude. beckoning me towards the mountaintop. It was the most incredible thing I've seen. And then I, fi- I laid back... And it was a completely clear blue sky. Literally and, and all
2: the most baby blue you could fucking As imagine. you
1: focused in on it, it started to share. And the way that I describe it is the way that a fish shimmers when it sort of swims underwater and the light reflects off the scales. That shimmer was going across the sky, but the sky was completely made of rainbow geometric patterns. It was fucking awesome, but you could say what it's... Well, speak when, like to you. I and I'm gonna do, say the next part. Yeah, when
2: I was doing that, dude, it literally just looked like there were like cobwebs. Like you know how when you see just a nice white, like fluffy cobweb floating in the sky, mm. kind of. It looked like that, but then whenever I focused on the one cobweb, it just turned into like a like a octagon of geometric like 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 one of those uh, things where you turn. The eye, kaleidoscope. It looked, a kaleidoscope. It looked like that with all hexagons of just like beautiful white pearly cobwebs just like spinning. Nice. It was like, it was insane, dude. It looked so perfect. And then it, I looked it up. It did look perfect. And then I looked up and what so did I see? I was just, laying
1: on a rock, turned the head over. All of a sudden, we I was we on a rock. I yeah. was up
2: at King Pop. Yeah, fucking, you were in the good spot. I wasn't like prime.
1: Ian and I were laying on. What is be the most comfortable, comfortable rock. laying rock of Amber. all time is literally shaped in a way that contours to your back perfectly. Fuck Serta, dude. Anyways, I turn my head upside down to see what's coming behind me, and I see a bunch of colored floaties and tiny children running at us at a hot speed, man. They were coming in fucking hot. And I'm sitting right next to Ian, and Ian always looks like he's on drugs, allegedly. Even when, if he's, when he's not. On, no, but when he's on drugs, oh, he looks like it worse than anybody anyone, in the group. Anyone. His anyone. face turns red, and he looks insanely paranoid, even though he's by far the most calm of anybody in our group, by like a thousand. All the time. But, he, but when he's like tripping, allegedly... He looks... He looks fucking... If, yeah, he, his, his face turns insanely red <laughs> but eyes also so like you eyes can just kinda also. tell you can just tell which is funny because like my face typically turns red more than anybody's in the group yeah but not when I'm no. on acid allegedly no uh, yeah. or just tripping in gen- you know allegedly in general allegedly
2: so so we're all high as fuck Devin's just kind of puking
1: yeah Devin Devin was Devin always does terrible on the come up
2: yeah, Devin's he always does terrible
1: up. on the come up, but he's also always hungover. So yeah, that might that might be a factor.
2: Yeah, but anyway, Devin Devin's kind of puking. There's a family there, and I I'm up on top of the rock, and I like start to come down, and I see them. So I immediately just get back up there, and like I'm trying to hear what everyone's saying, but when you're on acid, there's just so much external noise with the rapids and just with what's going on in your head.
1: Well, it's and-
2: hard to hear. Yeah, and, ha- and, and we all took two
1: tabs, allegedly. Harrison luckily took, ha- took t- one. one, and so he was a little more equipped to talk to the family. But this dumbass dad in a duck shirt. <laughs> fucking duck's 12-0 duck and and shirt. Oh, shirt. yeah, uh, go you yeah, still lost, dick fuck your fucks. No, Natty. No, no, Natty. Daddy. Go
2: fuck yourself, 12-0 duck shirt. Just comes barging in with his
1: daughters was, just, sorry, uh, with okay. a
2: bunch of 20 something year old
1: dudes there and it may be irrational but i hate this dude in general and i this was before i knew that he had a duck shirt on which took it to yeah a he way. didn't even you know until it. after just i hated this guy in general because i saw him and he was just like he was the bumbling dumbass fucking stupid fucking dick fuck dumbass fucking dad yeah that just like is oblivious and he's ready to jump in as much as the kids He's the reason that men are dying, not only in America, but around the world, because he's too willing to just sit on the couch, eat chips, watch the game, and let the wife run everything, and he's just willing to just sit by and just kind of let it be, and just let it all hang out. The guy's a dumb fucking piece of shit, and he was completely oblivious to the fact that, like, was this guy never a dude? Was this guy never a 20-ish-year-old dude doing drugs or doing anything? Like, you go out anywhere, you see a group of fucking five or six dudes, you don't go, yeah, let's go. Let's go let's take go. my children over there yeah. and see what that's like. No, no, we're doing irresponsible Be a man. things. Be a man. Pull your family back. There's a whole bunch extra beach. We didn't take so most much of the beach. beach. There is so much extra beach. We took the best part. Be a man. We did not take the get your family. Part. His wife had to apologize for him. To not get, that yeah. women are lesser, but I do. There's something about the unit that it's like the man just sort of like. He's hey, the my family is physics Physically dominant, he should be in charge. The wife shouldn't have to apologize for the rest of the family, while the fucking husband, twelve and 0 duck fan dipshit, is off walking around. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> the ducks! Fuck that guy!
2: Like, and they had plenty of swimming. They they had fun over there. Yeah. But they had to make me
1: freak the fuck out. Well, and they kept going like, right, "Let's jump into this pool right where Ian and I are laying." It's like, fuck off. I'm not getting up so you can jump in this pool, you bitch. And yeah. there's pools over there. Go fucking floating them. Like, I look. Like, I think kids are great, but like, I think kids are average. We work all year to get to that spot, and if people have a spot, it's just common courtesy. I'm not being a douchebag here. It's common courtesy. I would never do that to any other... Do unto others... We don't go there, when we see someone else there. Exactly. Because we want the spot. It's like they're there. We don't get it. Looks like that spot got taken. That's how we We found found the second spot. spot.
2: That's how we found the second spot is people were at the first
1: spot. I 100% respect other people's personal space, and I expect the same. And the lack of awareness from children is understandable because kids don't get it. The but fucking for the dad, dumb, the dumbass fuck fucking 12-0 and o dipshit duck fan dad to just be walking around a la da not understanding the deal, like... That guy fucking... That guy's got no balls.
2: He doesn't have a fucking clue. And I hope I never sure. see him in
1: his 12-0 and o fucking duck shirt.
2: What a fucking square-faced
1: loser. Look, is this an irrational anger? Probably. No! But no. It The amount of... Just obliviousness of six dudes sitting on a shirtless. rock, shirtless, not not Shirt just sitting on a rock. Some lame. of them are laying straight back like All they were us. dead. All of us are laying. Fluff looks like he's on Roll ecstasy. He does not look like he's on acid. He's like rubbing on the rock. And this guy's like, yes, let me bring my children over here and also just be like, hey, guys. I hope it's cool if we hang for a and minute. And think
2: that we're not in fucking total zen at that exact moment. Like,
1: dude, dude this, this is when, the okay, pinnacle of my life right felt, now. Fuck off. Yeah,
2: that's when I really felt territorial. I wanted to look at him. And honestly, like, the only thought... I get more territorial dude,
1: than I said. Like, I almost the get, only
2: thought like, get the fuck the out the of here. The only thought that ran through my head was, like, tell this guy, like, go beefs. And, like, maybe he'll get <laughs> the... Go Because, like, like I was like, yeah, fuck, go beefs, dude. Like, yeah, go beefs. Get the fuck out of here. Like we're not trying to hang out with you. I didn't say anything though because I was too, way too
1: dude. Different. I was, but I'm at the same place. Like I was laying on the rock, and Ian and I were looking at each other. Like and what are do like we doing? And I was like, let's lay back. Territory. But then at a certain point, so the guy starts walking around our rock, and he goes, "Is there anything around this?" And I turn around, and Harrison's saying something too. He says some. He goes, "No, there's nothing around." And I, who haven't said anything, turn around like, "No, no, there's nothing around that rock, dude." Yeah. Uh, f- I might not have called him, dude. That might have been a little aggressive. Yeah. But I was, I was very like firm. No, there's nothing around that rock, bro. Even though. Stop looking.
2: Even if you're though, in the wrong
1: spot. Get the fuck out of our territory. Like. Even, he was too oblivious to understand like what sort of people asserting their territory looks like.
2: Even though, aside from that family, what truly is behind that rock? Nothing. Magic. Beauty. A
1: beauty, a beauty, a but, beautiful but view. But for what they were looking a for, view, but but for, a beautiful view, but not jumping nothing. rocks. No, no, no.
2: For what they were looking for, this is not really swimming. It's a fast current, and you would just get swept out of that. So technically
1: but, nothing, but, but yes, it was more beautiful on that it's side. It's
2: just like when you're on top of the, when you're on top of that rock, and you're just looking at at the at the so there's like there's like rapid there's like whitewater rapids coming up from your right going yeah. downstream obviously they go down into big giant pool big pools. of turquoise water where you can see the
1: cleanest goddamn you water you've see ever straight seen straight
2: to the fucking bottom
1: it looks like it's a foot but it's like and 20, you can
2: see where like it's 20. carved out the other rocks yeah. and then it comes into this area with big giant rocks some sticking out of the water some barely submerged under the water but you can see where it's just it's just weaved its way through. And the rocks are all so smooth and perfect to lay on. And then it goes down to another little pool that's not it's probably like belly button deep, maybe nipple deep. Nipple deep. And then it goes into more rapid nipple rap deep. That's then, my third album. Yeah, and then it goes into more rapids. And it's just literally one of the coolest spots I think you could probably ever like be at.
1: It may okay, like I you said, said this tried- I said this when I was uh, uh, you ahead. can
2: trip in a lot of spots yeah. But you're not going to point one out to me Where I immediately say This spot's better
1: I'll tell you this Unless
2: the water was maybe the exact same And the water was like 60
1: I love my family I love my family's potential burial spot Where the rest of the Sweeney's are buried I love the river I love the beach But after having been to this place Two times I would be buried there and I said it when we were tripping, and I say it now. Yeah. I would be buried in that spot. It's the most beautiful spot it's I've ever seen in my entire goddamn life. It's the perfect
2: fucking spot, dude. It's
1: the perfect spot.
2: It's... It... it oh. I, I didn't we take... We have
1: to share it. I didn't have take to share my it.
2: phone down there. There I are so
1: many people that trip in that spot. I didn't take There's my phone. There so many phone. fucking stacked rocks.
2: I didn't take my phone down there, so I didn't get any pictures. Me neither. But I want to go back there at some point and just take a couple, like, pictures... take some of that acid that we allegedly have obviously but dude that that place is literally like heaven it's like magic dude it just brings you right back to zen 100% it just brings you right back
1: it just there's something about it that is actually magical Like and I and I well you feel it because also like clearly other people have done that there. I think there's something actually special about that place, man. I know that sounds like hippy dippy dipshit fuck. But 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 like If but
2: okay, but here's the thing. thing. I've always been
1: a proponent of vibes, and they've they're the most resonant.
2: Here's the thing. If let's say let's say we had never tripped there, but we had tripped the same amount of times. If we went there We would want to trip there. Yes. So so would everyone else that's ever been there that's also tripped. They would be like, I want to come trip here. And trippers? They would go there and trip there.
1: Talk about set and setting. Trippers would not have a bad time.
2: There, at all.
1: Ever in that spot unless you're like a real sicko, bro. Tyler handled it fine. Tyler did a fantastic job and that was shrooms. You can't. Allegedly.
2: Allegedly. You can't not have a fantastic fucking time there. I know it. Oh, that place is
1: So, like, it's important, ladies and gentlemen, that you sort of figure out your own spot to do that, allegedly. Oh, I also noticed, here was a thing that I've been meaning to talk about the whole time. But, yeah, okay. So, when you do acid, supposedly... Allegedly. A, you'll realize that everything in life is a cycle. Yeah. And everything that you've ever done, you'll do again. The same mistakes unless you like really make a change you'll make those mistakes again everything repeats itself yeah so you realize that because your conversations repeat themselves the three years after me. doing that trip the first time we're repeating ourselves we're so doing the same trip you realize that but then you also realize the thing we haven't even talked about eating dirt
2: we'll eat the dirt
1: but and this is the big epiphany that i had and i don't know if it's going to make sense to anybody else the way that it made sense to me, but I but this one I actually I remembered and it, it's only so they say hindsight is 2020. And essentially, like you only realize what was so good about a thing or a part of your life once you're out of once it. Once you've left it. And you go, oh, if I had only just like understood that it was right in front of my face the whole time. And so as everything's a cycle. The way that I think... If you make it to die from old age, when you get there, you will have realized that everything you are working towards was there the whole time. And I know that's sort of what everybody says, but seriously, I think there's no way yeah. to ever understand it. That yeah. it was, I don't think there's... I literally do not think it's possible to understand what was in front of your whole face, what was in front of your face the whole time, ...without making the entire journey...
2: ...even though it's so
1: fucking obvious... ...when you're looking back... ...and then you sit
2: there and go... ...everything I was chasing... ...everything I wanted... ...everything I was working towards... ...was right there...
1: ...and that's not an argument against work... ...but it is... ...but it is saying you need to stop... ...and go... ...I'm in a moment... right now. ...like you need to think about yourself... ...in terms of a book... ...what chapter am I in right now... ...and right now my chapter is... ...fucking living by myself... ...fucking recording a podcast working on my music career. Doing like this is my chapter and I know as as stressful and as painful and as kinda of lonely as this time is, I'm gonna fucking look back on it with nothing but fond memories once like shit gets even more complicated. It's gonna
2: be one of the most fundamental chapters of your book.
1: A hundred percent it is it is. The tw- your twenties like,
2: is the most fundamental chapter of your book.
1: It's one of 100- how you spend it is up to you. It's important, but like you need to like recognize when you're just in a chapter and like enjoy it for what it is because at least you enjoyed it. Cause you won't be able to figure it out because there's no way to figure it out without the full well, wisdom. wisdom.
2: Yeah. There's no way to figure it out without but doing it, but while you're doing enjoy it, every enjoy every part it. that you
1: can and try to glean the wisdom. Cause like the cliche is to be old and wise you must first be stupid and young. Young and stupid. And, like, obviously that's true, but, like, really think about that. Like, you really have to, like, get yourself in a bind. And, like, there's no way to be wise without having been experienced. And there's no way to be experienced without jumping into everything feet first. And there's, You gotta do it. There's no... Uh, it's like... You gotta eat the dirt. You gotta fucking eat the
2: dirt. That was literally oh. one of the funniest... Uh, but truest... But truest, like, ideas that we've ever had on acid... Basically, eat the dirt just came from like you have to believe in the to the to the, to the core of what you're doing.
1: Well, like, yeah. If you believe in America, like you eat the dirt, you you. No, no, no. here. Well, so Trump would win twenty twenty if he ran on the platform of eat because the, this is basically his platform already. But yeah. this is laying it out perfectly, which is Trump twenty twenty America. Our dirt. Taste tastes better, better than yours.
2: Yeah, that was yeah, that was the pl- uh, say
1: the, what the fuck you want. America's dirt tastes, tastes better, better than yours, which is the f- most fundamental
0: Trump thing you
1: could get. Yeah, our Because what do we tastes all tastes share? Better. But like to just be superior is our, our dirt, dirt tastes, tastes better than yours. Like,
2: if we had nothing else but our dirt, at least our fucking dirt tastes better than yours, motherfucker.
1: Eat it, but. This was not a Trump endorsement by no. the end of it. Eat the dirt is not a Trump endorsement no. at all. That's just where it started. It
2: comes down to you have to truly fucking believe in what you're selling. You have to eat. If you're selling the American dream, but you're not eating the American dream, then I don't fucking believe you.
1: Yeah, then you're just but selling you're snake oil. You eat that eating fucking dirt. If you eat the
2: dirt to prove to me that that dirt is magical, then I will fucking eat the dirt. If the dirt makes you feel as good as you look like you feel, that I will fucking eat the dirt.
1: You have to eat the dirt. You just have to. You you have eat to the dirt. Eat the dirt. It's not a metaphor. Just eat, eat it. Eat the dirt. Look, it is. It is sometimes hard to translate an acid epiphany. All the time, it's hard. It, it's like it's a really hard thing because in the moment you're not
2: thinking about anything. You just fucking. It laughing. all connects. It all connects, and you're just laughing. Okay.
1: All right, let me give my attempt at what eat the dirt means. So, eat the dirt means you don't just preach it. No, you You live it. You practice it in every facet of your life. If you preach cold showers, bring it up for the third time. Uh, If you preach cold showers, you take cold showers. You eat the dirt. If you preach overpopulation... You murder some motherfuckers. Theoretically, you murder people, you have an abortion, or you get snipped. You have those three options. That's not true. That one's actually not true.
2: Yeah, that was reach. But it doesn't matter. What it is is you believe, you you do what you say to your core. Like, if you had nothing and, else...
1: And, and the eating of, your, of the dirt...
2: Like if you had nothing else, if you had nothing else but dirt to eat, <laughs> you would fucking eat the dirt. But dirt not dessert. but not if you're just a fucking dirt salesman floating down the fucking river trying to sell me on your bullshit dirt and then I tell you to eat the dirt and you don't eat the dirt, I'm
1: not buying your dirt because you don't fucking You don't believe, believe in, the dirt. in the dirt. If you You need to know why you believe in what you believe in. And that's what eating the dirt that's is. That's
2: what eating the dirt is. It's doing the research to know why you fucking love what you love. And that's eating the dirt. It's not a metaphor. Like, literally, if you had nothing left but
1: dirt. Eat it. And you wanted to live, you would eat the fucking
2: dirt. So pretend you have nothing left but dirt. And eat the dirt. Eat it. Eat the dirt.
1: Uh, Yeah, so... Look, but it's also a metaphor.
2: It's also a metaphor.
1: But it's not a metaphor.
2: But it's not a metaphor. It's also literally eat the dirt. If you have nothing else. If you if you have tried everything to sell yourself and you're not it's selling... It's a show
1: of how much you believe in what you believe in. Let me... You're eating the dirt because you believe it tastes good. Yeah. And if it does taste good, other people will realize that it tastes good as well. Because and you then truly it'll grow.
2: believe that it tastes good.
1: Yeah. But if you
2: don't eat it and you don't think that it tastes good, if you're eating something and it doesn't taste good, why are you eating it? Don't eat that
1: dirt. Move to a different country and eat their dirt. Yeah, like, anybody can eat anybody's dirt. dirt. But if you want to eat our dirt, and this doesn't have to be political, but seriously, if if you you want to eat eat our dirt, you have to admit... That the dirt is better than the dirt that you're currently eating. Look, say what you want about us, but
2: we are fucking eating. We all are the eating dirt. a
1: lot of dirt. We've been eating we get, a shocking amount of that, dirt. We get eyes. Uh, dirt makes you fat, dirt. and that's wisdom. We're getting there. So <laughs> you so you okay, so you've eaten the dirt. Congratulations, you've fucking eaten the dirt. Now what do you have? You've got the dirt dessert. Now, <laughs> what is the dirt dessert? forgot all about the but. Dirt but that's the thing is people do forget about the dirt dessert
2: the dirt dessert, the dirt is, dessert is sort of the
1: icing no it's the icing on the cake but here's the problem it contains a snake as to <laughs> all gardens and dirt desserts
2: all oh, gardens and dirt desserts what do dirt desserts and gardens have in common snakes
1: i'm trying to remember exactly what the dirt dessert was
2: oh dude the dirt dessert was in a real fucking peak of laughter and what I have found... No, I know,
1: but but the it, concept of what dirt dessert is is important to why dirt makes you fat.
2: Oh, uh, wasn't dirt dessert getting high so it, on... No, dirt dessert was thinking too much about yourself.
1: Well, dirt dessert was... <laughs> <laughs> We've obviously thought a lot about this. What did you say it was getting high on yourself? Yeah, it was
2: like dirt dessert is when you eat like too much. Of the, it's like getting high on your own supply. It's like you stopped really eating the dirt. Oh, that's you're where you're. Just, wrong. Okay,
1: good call. I think that's what it dirt was. Dirt dessert is getting high on your own supply, so dirt dessert is. <laughs> <laughs> it's where you start focusing on the words instead of actually eating the dirt yeah. itself.
2: No, yeah, you're focused on the what the what the dirt is bringing you, so to speak. Yeah. Instead of appreciating that the dirt is there for you,
1: like the dirt is there and it's like there for you to take advantage of, but you'd rather read about the dirt talk about the dirt. But like all so you got to do is about the dirt? all you got to do is eat it.
2: But instead yeah, instead of doing that I just eat the dirt.
1: But here so okay, so but the dirt dessert does sort of contain an issue because there's a way to overdo it. And that's what that's when you th- that's and in my opinion that's where you start to think that acid or psychedelics are sort of it. it yeah. Is where you start to think that like the object is it and you think the dirt cuz that's the one that will it automatically will take you to the place
2: yeah. where you're it's eating like you the proper just, amount of you, dirt. It is what it was. It was you can't just eat the dirt to eat the dirt. That's the dirt dessert. You have to eat the dirt with a purpose of making the dirt. Well, you have to eat the dirt good. when you're sober. <laughs> obviously, that's the thing.
1: It's like obviously eating yeah. the dirt is not something that you just willy nilly do. You have to do. You have to eat dirt day in day out, and that's what get okay so but you have but, to live by
2: eating the dirt
1: but here's where dirt makes you fat
2: <laughs> wisdom wisdom
1: <laughs> so geez All right i'm trying to pull it together here so no.
2: we had a lot of eat the dirt we were yelling eat a lot the of dirt. dirt we were yelling eat the dirt for probably three hours
1: and as anybody who's taken any psychedelic understands it makes more sense, and as much as I cognitively thought that I already understood it, I'm still learning how to eat the dirt.
2: Well, you have to. It's it's, but. A, pretty, it's a pretty, like, cosmic idea. It's a pretty cosmic shift of, like, an idea to eat the dirt, you know? Yeah. It's going to change a lot of people's outlooks on life, of the eating of the
1: dirt. we got to eat it.
2: Well, you have to... You just have to fucking, like, believe. You have to... The very fundamentals of what you believe have to taste good because if they don't taste good, you're not going to enjoy it for the rest of your life.
1: But, oh, uh, so here's what it is. So this is an old Terrence McKenna quote. It could be Alan Watts or it could be Carl Jung. But it's... Someone. Beware of unearned wisdom.
2: Yeah. That's
1: what it is. Beware of unearned wisdom. Uh, And essentially what that means is like... Acid, shrooms, good psychedelics, Molly in the Right Doses will give you...
2: What you think is... What you
1: think is the epiphany that will change the world. But that's not wisdom. That's a shot to the system of potentially true things. But... But because you as a person aren't seasoned enough, aren't wise enough to understand how to utilize it, it's, it's essentially futile. And so... If you eat the dirt too much...
2: Which you, is a you, thing, believe it or
1: not. Yeah, which is possible. Like you can overdo it on acid. You can overdo it on trumps. Like you can overdo anything. Doesn't mean you shouldn't do a lot. It's but not, it let's just not means it, it just
2: means like be aware of what you're fucking doing. You
1: need to treat the psychedelics for like what they are. Like you can't just treat them like. They're again, like I I think if you treat them with respect. It results in a better result. Like yeah, if you treat them reverently, they'll they'll give you something that is actually profound. I agree because you went in with that intention because it's all about mindset. But now I've forgotten. Dirt dessert. Oh, the dirt dessert. It's just a tough. So, but the point is, unearned wisdom
2: is dirt dessert.
1: Enjoy the acid. Enjoy the shrooms because they do provide you. They they change my life in the most positive way. I'm never. I would never talk negative about them. But there is a way to overdo them in a way. In the same way that like, oh, a candy bar tastes good. That's fine. Ten candy bars it is too much. It feel bad. And so when you overdo too much of just the the thing that's like overstimulating, it's meant to be taken in a certain dose. If you have too much. It'll make it fat. you fat. End up
2: like that guy that fucking did seven hundred acid trip for ten days. Well,
1: the deal is, I <laughs> explain this much more clearly on acid, obviously. Obviously, well, but the, like dirt makes you fat, and that's, that's wisdom.
2: wisdom. You eat too much dirt, you get fat, and that's wisdom.
1: I feel like most of this hasn't made sense, but those who have taken acid may get it allegedly. Well,
2: yeah, it's just got eat the dirt I don't
1: know there's no way to really explain it but the point that's is that's
2: what's so fun about you need
1: to uh, but that's I mean, what's so need,
2: fun about acid if you're gonna
1: practice it you. Pr- if you're gonna you preach it, it you practice it you eat your own goddamn dirt you eat your and, fucking
2: dirt
1: and the fruits of your labor are what show of what you're doing is correct like we don't need to know if like all we need to know is how is this affecting all those things around you if it's positive then what you're doing is probably positive positive. If it seems to bring other things down, it's probably negative. And, like, you don't necessarily have to look at the actions. The actions, is hard to tell on a microscopic level. Yeah, you, but if you can okay. pull back and see this is how it's affecting these things and go, hey, it's working. And yeah. you can go, oh, hey, all right, ah. this is probably a good practice. Like cold showers, maybe. <laughs>
2: the fourth time on the episode, ladies and gentlemen. That's get it a in new there. record. New cold shower reference record.
1: Took a really good cold shower this morning. I'm just particularly pumped. But
2: uh, dude, eat the dirt was so fucking funny.
1: And it is it is hard to explain. Yeah,
2: I know, but I think. I but I
1: I think that's at least a good starter. And I honestly think because I do sort of believe in a global consciousness, I think that's why catchphrases spread so quickly.
2: Yeah, I mean, even
1: ones that aren't on TV, like weird ones that just happen to catch on elsewhere. Which have you noticed those? Oh like, yeah, that does happen. So, like, I believe it. That's not why I necessarily believe <laughs> in it But it's not a point against it. So... <laughs> no, yeah. Eat the dirt. Eat the dirt
2: on a fundamental level. Live your is. life. Yes. Like,
1: be a participant. That, like, this is one of my biggest arguments for, like, living and doing things that maybe people say you shouldn't. As long as it's not going to kill you. And, like, you need to be safe. But, like, as long as it's not going to kill you, be a participant in this life. Here's, Do not be a spectator. Here's,
2: here's here's a way Here's a way that I just thought of to connect the eat the dirt. So, you remember when we used to have TV without satellite and cable, yep. you could turn to those channels that are 1%, the, not 1%, that are the black and white just fuzzies? Yeah. Like, because there's no connection? Yes. 1% of those black and white fuzzies is... Radiation left over from the Big Bang. That's a Yeah. 1% of those dots. How so? I don't know. It's in the book that I'm reading.
1: I really need to know the how so though.
2: It because, so it gives off energy when it started, but it had to travel all the way to here. So by the time it traveled here, it wasn't light waves. It wasn't, it was microwaves. So it just, it interrupts like satellites and transmitters. But it, you can't see it or feel
1: it. I gotta read that book.
2: So 1% of those are literally, it's literally radiation from the Big Bang. So if you're watching that, 1% of what you're watching is the start of everything that ever happened.
1: Get the hell.
2: And that is eating the dirt.
1: That is eating the
2: dirt. That is eating the dirt. <laughs> eating the dirt. That's I'll eat
1: some of that. Give be- me a big old spoonful of that dirt. of
2: everything. Dirt. That is eating the dirt.
1: That is eating the dirt. That's
2: going back to the OG beginning, and eating the dirt. Not a lot of substance to it because it's just one percent black and white squigglies. but that's eating the dirt.
1: If everything's in cycles, there've been dirt eaters. Dude, they've been throughout dirt time.
2: eaters. Yeah, I bet the fucking, I bet the ancient Chinese were dirt eaters. They ate a lot of. They dirt. ate a There's lot. There's no of question that they dirt. ate a lot of dirt. They ate a, South Americans. Dirty dirters, dirters,
1: dirty eaters. Ooh,
2: give me another bowl of dirt.
1: Give me a big old bowl of dirt. <laughs> Fucking dirt eaters. Fucking eating dirt. Probably not Canadians. Which I respect. Though. Probably I mean, not it's, Canadians. No. Canadians,
2: are... they don't eat dirt. They're too big pussies up there.
1: So, uh, I. Th-
2: you know what's weird about Canadians?
1: I got another piece about the acid. Go ahead. Oh, no, you go with the no, acid. No, 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 go ahead.
2: Okay, we'll go on with Canadians during our camping story, I guess. Um, Canadians are, like, can, like general consensus. They're pussies. And they, like, quit a lot. I
1: don't know. if you met Ryan Reynolds?
2: Uh, yeah, but hockey players are tough as fuck.
1: They are tough as fuck. And far. they love hockey. Yeah, but what about curlers? Not tough as fuck. No, not as much. I mean, that,
2: they're pretty cool. They're definitely hip.
1: They're hip. They're
2: not tough as fuck. Curlers were, he- puck. curlers were out of the curve because like they've been curling for a long time, and curling has recently got
1: cool. Curling's not cool. Cur- curling's cool in an it's ironic It's ironically
2: way. cool. It's hipster cool. But it
1: is cool in the way that I would like to do it. But in, it's like, also cool
2: in the way that America won the fucking gold medal at it. That's
1: pretty fucking cool. That's pretty fucking cool. I
2: mean, like, fuck you, Canada. We'll take your best sport, and we'll fucking do it better than you!
1: So here's the interesting thing about The Rock...
2: Yeah, okay. Let's get back to this instead of...
1: So, the rock that we have found in the in the place, again, it's the number one place in the entire world as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it's huge. It's got a bunch of laying rocks I on the bottom and then it climbs to a really epic top.
2: I think they did a countdown and I think it was ranked number one place in the entire world. I think you're right. Yeah. I think
1: you're... <laughs> yeah. I think you're... That's a really big first bite. That's, that's a, a really, really big, big first bite. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, it's definitely ranked number one in the world.
1: So, but the top goes really, like, really high up there to where, like, it feels pretty epic when you stand up there. Like, Literally. you could stand, like, Tarzan, like, Braveheart, like, you're just Jesus, fucking... Jesus,
2: like, fucking Jesus. Fucking nailed to a cross. The,
1: like, the biggest fucking power pose you could possibly think
2: Literally. of. Literally, yeah, you could just, like, go Goku Super Saiyan, like, just fucking yell. You...
1: And what's so funny mm, is, you while you're up there, you... Literally, feel like you know more than those and who are on the rocks you. below.
2: Uh, I love getting up on perches when I'm high.
1: But then, what? What you realize while you're up there, it's a lonely place to just it's like a, know more than everybody yeah. else. It
2: literally is. So you'd rather dude, go
1: down to the bottom and friends. have some fun with that's friends. That's what's
2: weird about that place. That's a good. I'm glad you it brought really that tr-
1: up. It really teaches like, you a lot.
2: Yeah, It really does because wisdom is no, no knowledge is getting to the top of the rock.
1: Wisdom. Wisdom. is
2: being back at the bottom with your friends. God damn right. And you right. literally go through that cycle at that place.
1: A lot. A, a lot of times. It's amazing like, go, how that fucking cycle it's like, works. It's like, alright, I'm
2: ready to fucking get up there again. Like, it's amazing up there. And then you get up there and you realize like you can't hear. Like, you feel so far away. You can't hear and anything. And you feel
1: superior, but you see that they're having more fun. Yeah, you're like,
2: fuck, they're laughing. Like, oh, what did you laugh about? And then they have to yell at you, and then you're like, ah, it's not worth repeating. And then you just feel out of it. Yeah. So then you just, like, go back down there, and that's wisdom. Yeah. Is knowing...
1: Knowledge is, like, knowledge thinking is, that the rock is the top, but yeah, wisdom, wisdom is wisdom realizing is, that you were there. You just had to realize it and have a laugh. And that... Have a laugh and a beer, faggot.
2: Fucking a. God, I mean, that's a little honestly, harsh. That's a little harsh. I think harsh. that's how we should end Have it. a
1: laugh and a beer, friend.
2: I think that's how we should end it, is you knowledge is going up to the top, yeah. and wisdom is being back down at the bottom. Here it is, your inspirational quote of the day. Is. Probably brought to you by Bob Saget.
1: Sag Bobbit.
2: <laughs> this week's inspirational quote brought to you by Thomas Jefferson.
1: In matters of style, swim with the current. In matters of principle stand like a rock.